The Crash and Mars Podcast. All right, our city and our province is very quickly becoming the new Hollywood North. And now another hit anthology TV series <gasps> is going to be in Alberta, filming its fifth season. And some serious star power okay. is going to be seen around our province. Are you going to audition this time? Uh, no, no, it's already cast. Oh. It's well, already cast. They need some extras. <laughs> but this is pretty cool. The show Fargo on FX. Oh, yeah. yeah. With uh, Billy Bob Thornton and Colin Hanks will be filming once again. Billy Bob is good in that. Yeah? Yeah. 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 He's a good actor yeah, I've in watched general. the first couple seasons. Yeah. Yeah, he's fantastic. Because each, aren't the seasons, they, they jump around in time, right? I haven't got, I didn't get into Fargo. I've mm. heard it's great. Yeah. Because would you say this is the fifth? This is the fifth season, yeah. Yeah, I, I've probably seen two or three. Yeah, cause yeah. I, think they, I think they I think they start to jump around. And I think there's a couple already filmed in Alberta, no? Yeah, a couple of them already have been, so they're coming back. That's cool. I don't love I love when there's uh, things filmed here. Yeah. But like uh like we're in North Dakota now. Like yeah. that's what we're standing in for. That's what we're standing in for. Yeah. You know like Dakota. Yeah. But we got Billy Bob Thornton coming to town. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? I saw a um I, I saw an article the other day that talked about big Canadian cities and what their US sister city would be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for Edmonton, they named Austin as our sister city. Like, oh, okay. Like, if you were yeah. to compare, cool. like, yeah, like if you were to compare, like, like Vancouver was Seattle. Yeah. If oh. that Toronto makes gets sense. a lot of Boston. Yeah, Toronto got Boston. Yeah. Boston. Yeah. Or was yeah, it Boston or yeah, New York? Yeah, I think York? they got a lot of Boston. They got like certain yeah. parts of town that uh, really resemble Boston. It's like that's their like sister city. And then for Edmonton, we were told that we most resemble Austin. Huh. Like in. Uh, Aesthetics, so like the vibe, the vibe. I think. Oh yeah, it's, I think it's Austin's more the vibe. To be a cool town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, South let me Southwest. S- yeah, yeah. Let me just see if I found it here, because Calgary, I kind of chuckled at. Sorry, my Calgary like listeners. The, the land and uh, buildings and stuff kind of. Oh, no. we, we have a similar vibe too. So, oh, sorry, I just found it here. So um, Montreal got Boston. Oh, mm-hmm. Montreal. Okay. Montreal got Boston. Uh, Toronto got Chicago. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Hamilton got Buffalo. I see those side by side photos you've got. Love. Right, they are bang on. Vancouver got Seattle. Edmonton. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We didn't get Austin. I was wrong. We got Houston. <laughs> oh. Well, Houston. Even I've heard bigger. great things about Houston. Even bigger. A mega city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Haley, look here, right? Look at the side by side. Like, they could be from the same town. They could be. It could be you're looking at the same downtown. Do you have yeah. uh, my, uh, my hometown, Winnipeg? Uh, they didn't do Winnipeg. Sorry, buddy. Oh. <laughs> never that didn't make it in there. Uh, Calgary <laughs> got Denver. Oh, yeah. They well, look bang on for Rockies. Denver. Yeah, yeah. yeah the mountains the right Rockies there. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. Houston's not bad, though. Houston's fine. Houston's fine. Uh, people are saying uh, Edmonton also uh, was staged for Boston for Last of Us. Oh, cool. Sweet. So there's going to be a lot of stars running around our province. Uh, of course, um, Billy Bob Thornton is one of them. Uh, Colin Hanks is another big name. Uh, Joe Keery, who plays Steve Harrington in Stranger Things, is among a major cast member who's going to be here as well. Uh, Lamore Morris, um, that's a former New Girl star. She was most recently in a show called Woke. Get in on this. And also, uh, Risha Morjani. Do you want me to send Billy Bob Thornton a tweet? You could. I'll send him you his DMs and let him know that you're interested. There's some other big ones, Crash. John Hamm. Oh! He's going to be here. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Jennifer Jason Lee is going to be here. And Juno Tempo, uh, Temple as well. I'll message Ham and say it's hammer time for you. Yeah, sure. He'll, he'll respond. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to get a response for that. <laughs> he'll think that that's a comment about his well, pants. Whatever hammer. gets you on the big screen. Whatever gets you on the big screen. Yeah. That's right. So that's going to be cool. We're going to have a lot of star power in our province. Yeah. Kind of neat. All right. I'm not sure if you guys saw this video. Uh, pretty popular Twitch streamer and adult performer, Adriana Chechik, broke her back. Ooh. 
she was at TwitchCon. Mm-hmm. And she broke it by jumping into a foam pit. Oh. Now, a foam pit, I don't mean like foam at the club, like like bubbles. Yeah, like, like those foam, foam blocks. blocks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Video of the moment was captured on a live stream, and then, of course, it was shared, and it shows her jumping in. Now, when you watch the video of her jumping into the foam pit, yeah. if you didn't know that she broke her back at the moment of impact... Did she, like, you, hit the side of it? Well, apparently, she, like, hit the bottom Oh, was the foam pit not deep? It's not deep at all. It was not deep enough. Oh, no. Not at all. Because I've jumped in a foam pit, like the one that's near work here. Remember when you did that thing? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and that thing, you couldn't even reach a bottom in there. Well, that's what you'd assume every foam pit is. Yeah. So she just, like, went right in. Like, did she jump? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, like, now that you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. The foam pieces, uh, people said, were more firm than squishy, but that's not what caused her injury. Uh, apparently, they're now reporting that, reporting that the pit was less than two feet deep. Oh, God. And what? the foam blocks just moved the right way, and she hit the bottom. And hit there the was floor. some kind of mat appeared to be underneath the foam, and, of course, that mat was covering the convention center's concrete floor. Now, they do say say with a foam pit, the standard gymnastic pit should be at least six feet deep with a base pit liner foam to help absorb shock. Oh, my God. And they are also typically built on a trampoline foundation. Oh, this is terrible. Wow. You can see it looks like they just dumped some foam blocks like right on the floor. Yeah, there's, yeah. No, there's no pit. There's no pit. Yeah, it's deep enough to have like maybe a foot. Oh, yeah. And obviously her tailbone just yeah. connected right to the floor. And then just, that is the worst when you bang your tailbone. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, yeah. I've been, like, temporarily paralyzed by banging my uh, tailbone. And it is awful. So I couldn't only imagine this. Yeah. I uh, fell down a flight of stairs once, oh, tailbone God. first. Yep. And I broke my tailbone. <gasps> Did and you really? Yeah. It didn't heal properly. So now it just sticks, like, a little bit out. Oh, yeah. I must have broken mine at one point, too, and just never got it treated. Because I got a little nub, too. That looks like I should have a tail. Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. just a little off. That's okay. Yeah, it's fine. We're twinsies. Yeah. Because I remember being down for the count for like a like a two weeks straight just because it was just excruciating pain yeah. back there. I probably fractured it. My mom broke her tailbone giving birth. Mm. Oh, oh, God. I don't remember which brother broke her tailbone. Oh, damn. Mm. She hates him. <laughs> yeah, she does. Rightfully so. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kayla on the north side says, good morning, guys. My friends went to TwitchCon. Apparently, they said there was multiple injuries, shattered ankles, dislocated knees. Oh, my by God. By people jumping in that foam pit. Ooh. That's well, insane. Because you see a foam pit, you imagine, you immediately think it's deep. Yes. You bomb her in. Yeah. Cannonball. Yeah. Oh, and then your tailbone. Oh. <laughs> you never check the depth. You never no. check the depth. But you're right. Looking at it, though, from like the angle... Like the side, there's no pit. Yeah, there's it's just, just foam blocks foam on, on a. Oh, and apparently announcers were telling people to jump in. Well, of course, because that's what it's for. Like it looks like they were doing like a battle uh, with a foam, uh, like foam blocks, yeah, foam bars to get get each other off the to get each other off the platforms. platform things. Yeah, crazy. Mm. Well, here's what I want to know from you guys: seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine. Uh, first of all, I want to talk about tailbone injuries. Mm. Haley's broke hers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ginger's cringing. Mm. Crash is pretty sure he broke his at oh, some guaranteed. point. Just uh, as per my childhood, I didn't get medical attention. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, so you just had to like grow out of it or, or heal or whatnot. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe you fell on ice. Maybe you, like Haley, you fell down the stairs. 
Yeah. This is the reason why I don't like ice skating, by the way. <laughs> That's the, the one Honestly, the major reason? It is to oh. fall, to for my feet to come out from underneath me and for me to fall square on my ass. Oh, you should put a big ass guard on. I'm not skating around with an ass guard. <laughs> <laughs> Just right. in case, guys. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> no bigs. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh, maybe you also jumped into a foam pit and did you injure yourself? Uh, Hillary, hello. Hey. Hi. Uh, oh my God. You broke your tailbone four times? Yeah. So I used to ride horses competitively and um, all four times was a different horse. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh. Yeah. And then the one time it was two days before our trip to Italy. So it's a 16 hour flight. <laughs> no. How were you like bucked off or what happened? Yeah, so I flew over his head and landed on the other side of the jump on my butt and, oh. yeah, fractured my tailbone. And then two days later, got on a plane to Italy and it was the most uncomfortable, painful flight I've ever had. Oh, my God. I yeah, it was like 17 hours. Oh, that sucks. That sucks. Um, my tailbone, I didn't seek medical attention for it. I just laid in pain at home. Um, did you did you get yours fixed up by uh, like a doctor? There's not really anything they can do. They give you like a donut pillow and then send you on your way. They take x-rays to like confirm and yeah. And that's it, it eh? great. Oh, so yeah. maybe maybe my mom was right for not uh, bringing me to seek medical attention. Sure, yeah, that's right. Don't take your child <laughs> to the doctor. Why waste time? <laughs> I guess. That sucks. Okay, thanks, Hillary. <laughs> no problem. Have a good day, guys. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. One thing that I'm noticing like a theme in the texts is that for folks who have broken their tailbone, the pain is still there mm -hmm. years later, years. Oh, yeah. When it doesn't take much to irritate it. No, and I was a really scrawny kid growing up, so yeah. like I couldn't even like sit or like roll onto my back like yeah. do a somersault. Oh yeah, because it would just like hit it. Like it was like a little nub that would stick out. Yeah. If, like, there, if there's something that'll bump into it, that's the area where it's hitting. Yeah, the key, for anybody who's got this problem, the key is to gain weight. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I need some cushion back there. <laughs> Don't feel a damn thing. Yeah, I need a bigger dumper back here. That's a that's good point. Thing. Get a bajonk, it'll protect yeah, yeah. you. That's what I should be working out at the <laughs> yeah. gym. I need, a, I need to get a booty. Yeah, yeah. you gotta cushion that tailbone. <laughs> Great. It works. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's crazy. This um this text here uh says, Hey guys, good morning. Uh look at my my snowboarders are texting and saying I went oh, snowboarding at God, Sunridge. I've done that so many times. Sunridge God. with my son. I tried to carve, caught an edge, smashed my tailbone onto the solid ice hill. I sat there for ten minutes before I could even muster the strength to move. Yeah. Instantly, I was nauseous and I was in so much pain. I couldn't work the next day, but I never went for an x-ray, but I thought for sure it was broken. It still hurts to this day. And yeah. that was almost five years ago now. Oh, my God. Yeah, because there's not really anything you can do for a broken tailbone. I know. That's what everyone's texting. That's what are, wild. What are they going to do? Put yeah. your butt in a cast? Yeah, I guess they're not going to cast you. Yeah, my mom didn't take me to the hospital. She's like, well, if you broke it, then you oh. broke it. Yeah, yeah. Too bad, so yeah, sad. It is what it is. They yeah. give you a donut maybe to sit on and yeah, you just got to like. that's saying, the donut. It yeah. seems like a design flaw that it's just like so vulnerable sitting yeah. back there. Yeah. Can they like, they can replace your knee, give you a fresh elbow. Can they hot swap a tailbone? I don't even know what the full tailbone looks like. It's just end of your spine. Yeah, it's just the end. So no, you get what you get. Oh, tailbone replacement. Oh, I see tailbone removal. Oh, geez. Yeah, it's a little, oh, wow. yeah, you should be able to like get a 3D printer and just print a new one. Yeah, but still that's not going to take away pain. It's a, like that's, 
Yeah, they yeah. can take the caustics right out. They can rip it right out. Do you, you don't need it. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I'm guessing you might want it, but if you if it's a problem, I guess they can take it off. They can get get you a new one. Oh, it's a it portion is, of it. It is a problem. Though. I don't want it. Get rid of it. <laughs> uh, this text here says sledding is adult. I can never oh. walk the next day. Yeah, you just bump your ass. Mm. You hit those jumps. Well, if you're riding you on the back of someone's sled too, oh. uh, and your ass is wedged against the trunk area. And if you hit a bump, your your ass goes through the foam, but then you hit you bottom out on the the hard trunk in there, and you're just like, oh, 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 no. oh god! <laughs> or, or if you're on like those like crazy carpets, it's just like a little thin oh, piece yeah. that's separating you from the ice, yeah, because oh. those go like a hot down. Oh yeah, hit a little bump. Oh. <laughs> Tobogganing yeah. season is coming. Brianna says, guys, I bruised my tailbone tobogganing when I was in junior high. I flew off of a jump and I landed straight on my tailbone. Mm-hmm. It hurt to walk up the hill after. Ew. Yeah, Ginger, you gotta watch Oof. yourself, buddy, if you're gonna be sledding with the kids. You need a big cushion. But I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Although you got that dumper, eh? That yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do my squats. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Uh, Suzanne, hello. Hey, how are you? Fantastic. Um, did you end up injuring your tailbone at one point in your life? I did. Um, it was uh, way back. Um, so I was in grade six. Yeah. And um, it was uh, kind of preparation for our track meet. Okay. And uh, so I was, um, everybody had to do everything. So I was kind of trying to um, do the high jump. Yeah, yeah. So, and it had rained that morning, and it was kind of actually like that most of the week. And from everybody trying to run and do it, the grass kind of wore away. It was a little bit of mud. And uh, so I went to do it, my one foot, um, I guess it was in my right foot. Yeah. Uh, slipped out from underneath me, and the only exposed rock in the entire field was underneath me, and I fell on it. Oh! Right on my tailbone. No, yeah. no. Did it break it, or just like really, really bang it up? Uh, no, it's, uh, I was sitting on a donut in school in grade six. It was so embarrassing. Oh, <laughs> that sucks. How long did it take to heal? Uh, it took quite a while, actually. Um, so that pretty much ruined my summer. Yeah. Because uh, that would have been in uh, early June. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I couldn't ride my bike. I couldn't do anything all summer. It was still a little sensitive um, come the next school year, going into grade 7. So, I bet. Well, and you couldn't uh, even compete in track either. Nope. Nope, it was everything was ruined, and I was so excited till I got a participation ribbon. Oh like, wow. no! <laughs> oh, that sucks. And I, I couldn't even participate, but I think they felt bad for me. <laughs> like, oh, okay, thank you. They're like, well, she showed up day one. Give oh. her the ribbon. <laughs> oh. I, I, yeah, yeah, I got a nice little purple ribbon, so I got to choose which color. I was like, thank you. Oh man, <laughs> did your tailbone heal up okay, or do you have like a you notice that little lump there? Yeah, it's uh, the same as uh, yours and Haley's there. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it sticks out a little bit. Yeah. It didn't heal properly, so yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. That is wild. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. Well, at least you got a, a participation. Yeah, participation. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then back then, they just didn't give them out, but since I actually could not participate, I, I really think they felt bad. Oh, big time. So, oh, big time, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Okay, thanks, Suzanne. In the world of professional hockey, no two teams are created equal. And according to some eye-opening data, neither are the fan experiences. Fans across the country face huge price differences when it comes to attending an NHL game. And how much you pay depends on where you go to the game. So an online gambling site 
Time to Play has crunched the numbers on what it costs a fan to attend an NHL game in every franchise city. Now, I'm going to tell you guys, it's not exactly cheap to attend any NHL game. No. It doesn't matter what city you're in, but the differences are pretty big. Canada's most expensive city to go to a hockey game. Canada's most expensive? Um, Probably Toronto. Yeah, it is yeah. Toronto. No surprises there. The cost of a Maple Leafs game is going to run one person about $240.78. And that's for probably really crappy seats. That's on seats. the cheap end. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, Leafs fans pay the second highest price to attend a game across the entire league. The New York Rangers have a higher total that's going to cost you $247.99. Oh, man. Do you guys want to guess which Canadian city is the cheapest? You get the best bang for your buck to go see an NHL game. Mm, probably, you know, I'm going to say Canucks. Okay. I'd guess, I'd guess your old stomping grounds. I'm going to go Winnipeg. Oh, you think Winnipeg? Winnipeg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? <laughs> Why well, you like mean. that? <laughs> okay, Haley. Does Saskatchewan have a team? No. 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 Oh. It's going to be All right, that's a good angle. That's the cheapest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Zero. <laughs> Zero. The bar. Yeah, yeah, right? Uh, no, it is, it is in fact, both of you are wrong. Oh. It is, in fact, the Ottawa Senators. Oh, they get oh. the best bang for their bucks with the average cost of a game coming in at around $123.13 wow. for one person. Because you could get, uh, you can find the occasional good deal here, like pre-playoff, obviously, tickets. Yeah, day of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah day of tickets. Yeah. But I'm, I'd imagine this is probably listed price. Uh, yeah, this would be all yeah. listed yeah. price. Yeah. Now, if you're wondering what are the cheapest uh, hockey teams to go see in their city, Ottawa Senators are the cheapest Canadian team, uh, but the absolute cheapest is Arizona. Mm. Apparently, that will cost you about um, about single person 115 bucks. It is shocking when uh, you're watching like uh, Oilers take on Arizona. Um, the stands are empty. Yeah. yeah, they are. I know it's crazy. Right? Hey? And like, the, and you said they're like the cheapest tickets. They're and the cheapest. Like, how low can you go to until yeah. you can get people in the stands? Well, they got. A, they're moving. They're doing a wild thing this year too, specifically Arizona, where they're moving to like a tiny, tiny arena. It's like oh, a, it's like a five thousand seater. Oh my what? god! Really? Yeah, they're changing everything. Oh, I thought uh, I thought there were limitations on uh, having your team with the NHL because that was a big thing with the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, uh-huh. when they were getting them back, they had to add more seating. They needed an NHL size. Yeah, they needed yeah. NHL caliber. They're lowering it to like five thousand. Yeah. Well, they're hoping to get like a a, a big boy built closer because right now they're in Glendale. Why would they build a new one? They can't even fill the current one. Well, that's part of the problem. They say is where it's located. Oh, it's like it's near it's way out of town. Apparently, yeah. I don't. I don't know the. I don't know the Phoenix area. Yeah, yeah. But Glendale is apparently not where the people are at. Mm. Oh. And that, but that's where they built the arena. They must have like a cheap land deal there or something. I'm not sure why they chose oh. that originally, but that's where it is. So they're trying to get a new one built. Hmm. In the meantime, they're playing at the university's arena. Oh my god! No way! Yeah. Huh. Well, at least it'll look full on TV, I guess. Well, the prices should drop even further then, right? <laughs> that was nice for, like, a ton of snowbirds would go down here for every Oilers game. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you'd see a ton of, oh, yeah. yeah, tons of Oilers jerseys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Arizona are the cheapest. The Buffalo Sabres, the second cheapest. Columbus Blue Jackets uh, are number three. Florida Panthers, number four. And then the Ottawa Senators, number five. Now, you're probably wondering, listen, where's Calgary? Where's Edmonton and all this? Yeah. When it comes to how much money you're shelling out to go to a game? Well, believe it or not, the Calgary Flames are right behind the Ottawa Senators, coming in sixth cheapest. Wow. Oh, so to go see a Calgary Flames game, it will cost you on average one hundred twenty-seven dollars and forty-eight cents. Well, people drive by that arena too, and they're like, "Ugh." 
Yeah. I don't want to pay to get in there. <laughs> now, when it comes to the Edmonton Oilers, I had to scroll up quite a bit from oh. the bottom to mm. find out what our experience would be. And in all honesty, guys, we kind of land somewhere in the middle. I don't know if it's the exact middle, but it's close enough. To go see an Oilers game, it will cost you on average $159.18 per person. I don't I don't love the way they're doing 50-50 now. Will be online? Yeah. Yeah. There should still be a separate buddy. Arena exclusive. Are they still doing multi-day? Yes, and that's oh, part of the problem too. Yeah, don't do multi-day. Get or it done the night of. Have multi-day and both. Mm-hmm. I had lunch with my dad the other day. <laughs> yes. And he told me he sent them a heated email about good, this. Good for Lauren. <laughs> yeah, because he's yeah he yeah. said he did a whole he breakdown did on everything. Yeah. He, he did like a spreadsheet and he sent everything. Cute. And we're like, did you get a reply? And he's like, no. He is just like you, Ginge, but older and angrier. Yeah, keep the pressure on Lauren. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he's, he's sending emails and... Because it's not, it, that was part of the excitement of going to the game. Yeah. Was you were, you were an exclusive club. Yeah. No, like yeah, I, only I, the people in there can win. Yeah. Which I sh- do like that. Yes. Do both. Yeah. Have the online one that's open to everyone, mm-hmm. but then do a separate exclusive. Yeah. Indoors. Yeah. I don't think my dad's going to get a response. No, um, I don't think so. I think that went right to junk. Yeah, <laughs> I think so too. And uh, like in the email, he called them like greedy and sons of bitches. <laughs> Like, there was a lot. You know, when you're yelling at a charity like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what Mara said. She's like, but it is for a charity. He's like, I don't care. Yeah. It's, it's out of principle. <laughs> I mean, it's great that it's for a charity, but that's not why we do it. No. That's what he said. I'm doing it because I want to win the cash. I've never looked. like, what's the chararity this week? I don't, exactly. yeah, I I don't mean, know. I'm glad that it is going to good, but yeah. I, don't, I don't really. It doesn't affect the, whether I'm buying or not. Yeah. Yeah. Like those so. charities got to be like they're raking in way more cash than they used to with the online. I would think but so. I agree with you. Well, have both. According to my dad's math, yes, they are. Oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he let us know. They've got their own. Charity yeah, it's yeah, yeah. That has like you know staff and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. out of that they pay out. Yeah. to various. Uh-huh. So it's. I mean, Lauren's Lauren's not wrong. Oh yeah, he's not getting a response yeah. though. I'm not sure how many emails he's going to send. I'm going to guess probably. At least two a year before he dies. Yeah. Like, so, I, I, so good luck to you. He's got a thing now. He's got a thing. Yeah, yeah. This it's is his thing. thing. He's yeah. pretty passionate about and it. And he sits there and hits refresh on his email. He's waiting, yeah, guys. Nothing. He is waiting. It was the whole lunch. So I think, uh, yeah, I think he's gonna he's gonna mm. keep voicing his opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, who are the most expensive teams to see play in the NHL in their city? Uh, the top five are number one, New York Rangers, most expensive. Yeah. Toronto Maple Leafs coming in at number two. Yeah. Vegas Golden Knights coming in at number three yeah. on average. They're going to cost you $235.76 per person. That one's a fun arena, though. And that's yeah. worth the ticket price. And they like it's Vegas. They know how to put on a show. They Absolutely. Sure that was yeah. a time. Oh, my God. What a time. Seattle Kraken coming in at number four. And the Boston Bruins coming in at number five. Mm-hmm. Kraken already that high. Yeah. Wow. Uh, to see the Kraken, the new team, $232.29 on the oh. cheap. Oh, Wow. Yeah, that's how much it is. Someone said with the uh, um, the arena in Glendale, Arizona, uh, apparently the NFL and a- NHL have uh, uh, their stadium and arena like in the same parking lot. And then there's like a big shopping restaurant party area. Oh, wow. So people say you go for the day. I mean, and you like a, make a whole thing of it. Wow. It, yeah, it might just be a hockey thing down there because I say the Cardinals have no problem filling up that arena. Yeah. But yeah, I think yeah, hockey's just not that, that popular there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's kind of cool, though. I've never been to that arena. Mm -hmm. It's kind of neat. All right. We're going to head off to Malaysia where, oh, God, this poor little guy. Firefighters had to be called 
looks like to a school or to a daycare facility after a 10 year old boy decided to put a traffic cone or a pylon on his head Mm. and guess what doesn't come off oh no did it like suction on yeah it suctioned right on the pylon no i gotta i'll put a picture here up in the app for you guys um don't put pylons on your head i guess pylons are like a silicone rubbery right it, oh yeah, there you go. Ginge got the photo up. Oh no! So it doesn't look like it's as big as <laughs> it's as big as the one that we have. Yeah, <clears throat> but it's it's not like if you don't have the app, it's not on top of his hat head it's like, like a dunce cap, like face. you think. Yeah, it's on his face. <laughs> so can he not breathe, or is that a hole up top? No, he can breathe. Okay, punched a hole in there for him. <laughs> he can breathe. Yeah, uh, he didn't put it over his head. <laughs> apparently, teachers at the school in Johor, Malaysia, tried to shift the cone for over half an hour uh, to get it off this young boy's face. Stop moving. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, though, they ended up having to call emergency services to help get it off the youngster's head. It was a twenty-minute. Operation, not operation medically, but with a cutter to remove the cone. Apparently, it used to, it was sitting on his head like a dunce cap. And then it slid down over his chin. (laughs) Those are Malaysian firefighters in the photo? Yeah. Look at their uh, Their outfits? Yeah. Yeah. They look cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're like a flashy camouflage. Yeah, are they sneaking up on the fire? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> really, really hunt that fire. <laughs> there you go. I put another photo up there of uh, the firefighters. Oh, the other you, angle. Yeah, yeah, you can see it's it's like a. D- <laughs> <laughs> it's- <laughs> Oh, this poor kid. This poor guy. (laughs) Yeah. Now, why did he put it on his head? Well, because kids be doing what kids do. Mm -hmm. He decided he saw a cone. It looked like a dunce hat. He put it on. It slid all the way down under his chin. Why do we, like as kids, why do we always ram our heads in places where they shouldn't be? We want to know if it's going to fit. Like we laugh at our stupid animals. We're like, Mm -hmm. look at you putting your head where it doesn't belong. But we all did it as kids. Yeah, we sure did. Why? (laughs) We sure did. There's something, uh, I don't know if it's like a a caveman part of us. We need to see if it's going to fit. Yeah, yeah. We need to know if we can get in there. Because you push and you're like, oh, almost. And then you're like, you're like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Once it slips past your ears, that's when panic sets yeah, in. You, you yeah. got a problem. Yeah. You yeah. got a problem. Because pulling it up over the ears hurts yeah, like hell. Yeah, it doesn't work anymore. It goes down fine, yeah. but it doesn't come up right. Yeah. So here's what I want to know from you guys. Is there anyone listening? 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well this morning at 56789. Uh, did your parents have to call the firefighter? The firefighter. The fire department mm-hmm. uh, to get you out of a to get you out of something. Maybe as an adult, did you have to have the fire department called to get you out of something? Mm. Do you have a kid at home and uh, they put their head right through the spindles of your railing? Did you have to cut it out or did you have to call emergency services to come and get the head out? Like any house with uh, spindles, is that a concern mm. for you? Your oh, kids yeah. putting your head? Yeah, oh, there probably. You we didn't keep them greased. I wonder if that's why. Uh, uh, my mom never bought a house with uh, staircase. Stairs? Oh, that's probably it. That's doing, probably you, doing you a favor. Join us in solid. Yeah, we're only mm-hmm. sticking to one level and very small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one bedroom, one bath. That's all you need. Yeah, that's all we need. That's all you need. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, maybe it was you. Maybe you got your head stuck somewhere. Have you been stuck somewhere? Maybe it wasn't your head, another body part. Did the fire department get called? Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, did you or uh, your kid get yeah. stuck somewhere? Did they get their head stuck somewhere? A body oh. part, their entire body? We were talking about this because of when we were also laughing at the photos that we posted online of this yeah. 10-year-old in Malaysia who put a traffic cone, a pylon on his head, and uh, they had to call the firefighters. 
fire department had to come into the school in order to cut it off. He got it, like Crash was saying, over the years. Never a good spot. It's the point Ooh. of no return. Yeah. Remember uh, that video that went viral a couple of years ago of the old lady that fell behind her washing machine? Oh, yeah, I do remember that. I forget yeah, what yeah. she was doing. I think she was reaching for something and yes. then thunk, right behind. And when you fall head first into something, you're hooped. Yeah, your center of gravity is. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, you're done. Is that the fire department too? Is the fire department everything uh, RE removal? Yeah. I like, think so. When you're in fire school, is that, do they teach you that part too? Probably. Like how to, They're like, by the way, you're going to fight fires and like, all this. Yeah. But and the majority of your job really is going to be, yeah. You're going to be a yeah. paramedic and removing yeah. people from baby swings. Majority and, of you yeah, will never like, see a fire. Yeah. <laughs> cats and trees. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. So we want to know from you guys, maybe it was your kid or maybe it was you. Is there anybody listening who ha- got stuck Almost had to call the fire department, or maybe you did have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody, how you doing? I'm doing well, and yourself? Yeah, hey. good. Uh, are you the one that almost got stuck, or did you get stuck? Yeah, I uh, definitely did get stuck. Um, when I was younger, my cousin was over, and uh, <laughs> we uh, we wanted to go swimming, but the pool was locked. Um, but he was able to wiggle his way through the fence, and, uh, you know, the guy's couple sizes larger than me at the time so I didn't think twice about it yeah uh tried to get through a different spot of the fence and uh got my head through but the rest of me couldn't fit oh Uh, no (laughs) yeah Uh so I tried to come back out but I couldn't figure out how I got in there to begin with so uh, as I'm struggling and trying to get back out my cousin runs in gets my parents uh (laughs) they they come running out and they grab me turn me sideways so I'm perpendicular to the fence being dragged up and down the thing (laughs) Um, yeah uh, unfortunately it was during a time period when cameras were readily available but uh, they uh, they weren't able to find a spot to get me back out so they had to call the fire department to come uh, bend one of the bars to get me out oh no way no and then they slipped right out did they scold you or they're like oh thank god my boy's safe Honestly, don't remember. I think I blocked out that memory, but uh, no, they, they said it was an ordeal. <laughs> oh, I bet. I love that they twisted and turned you to try, try to find angle. that right angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I even got the kitchen oil on me and it wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thanks, Cody. Thanks, Cody. <laughs> yeah, have a good one. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. It is amazing that things go in, they don't come out. Yeah, it's like yeah. we were talking a couple weeks ago about uh, moving and trying to get the couch yeah. out of your house that you got into yeah. your house. Yeah, it like went Cody in, no said, problem. He couldn't remember how he got, he got in there, uh-huh. but he couldn't remember which angle he took mm-hmm. to get back out. But it never gets out the right way. You gotta cut it in half, you gotta yeah. deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lori, how you doing? Hi there. Hey. Hi. Uh, I'm good, how about you? Good, good. Uh, you didn't get good. stuck, someone else did? Yeah, a friend of mine's uh, son, when he was little, he was about three or four years old. I think they lived in Devon at the time, and he got his head stuck in a metal stair rail. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. No. Yeah. So the, so the fire department was called in Devon, and uh, they used the, what was called the jaws of life to get him out. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they replaced the rail years, uh, about a year later, only to put up um, some chicken wire uh, to prevent him from... <laughs> From uh, getting his head stuck, but he would get his fingers stuck. Oh. <laughs> they to chicken wire their railing because you just kept putting his head through it. <laughs> You're like, stop! <laughs> oh, oh so I guess for extra protection, extra extra protection. Yeah, yeah. like I'm done dealing with this. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow! He would get his finger, but then he would get his fingers stuck in right. The oh my wire. god! <laughs> oh my god! They're like, we can't. Yeah. What else can we put up besides a sheet of plywood? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> nice, oh, that's plywood. All right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Thanks okay. for that one, Laurie. Thanks, Laurie. You're welcome. Okay. Yeah, you're welcome. Bye-bye. Thank you.
Bye for now. The temptation yeah. was too strong for him to resist not putting his head in there. There's something primal in us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It calls us to... Like when you see an opening, you want to put something we, in it. We came out of one to yeah. start a life, <laughs> yeah. and now we're trying to just get back. We're constantly clamoring get to get back, back in. in. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Holly, how you doing? Good. Good. Um, your your brother got stuck in a playground. Something in the playground? Yeah, it, it was back in the early '90s when there were still drawstrings on kids' clothing. Yeah. And he had slipped off a bridge, and the drawstring got stuck around his neck. Oh, mm. that's so dangerous. No. Luckily, my dad was nearby, was able to grab him down and and get him out of there. Uh, but it was really scary. They ended up on the news, and they cut all the drawstrings off his clothing after that. Oh, I bet. Yeah, you don't That's think wrong. about that. And then, yeah, those uh, big bridges, uh, if it's the same one I'm thinking of, like, as soon as you get any sort of weight on it, all the boards pinch together, so it'll totally hold yeah. the drawstring. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was really scary for them. Oh, my I bet. God. That's terrifying. I remember when that was, like, all over the news, the mm-hmm. strings on kids. Yikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yikes. Okay, oh, yeah. thanks, Holly. <laughs> thanks, Holly. Thanks, bye. Yeah, but kids still have drawstrings all over everything. Well, not as, not, I was, I not as much. Our kids' hoodies don't have the drawstrings. Mm-hmm. Oh. Neither do coats. No, nope. yeah. none of that. What about the uh, hanging mitts? Well, it hasn't been a thing for oh quite since some like nineteen eighty nine. My brother had them. It was uh, a thing. Okay, all right, all right. Except we didn't have the nice string. My dad used uh, that yellow plastic rope. <laughs> oh, so your parents made them because you couldn't buy them. Yeah, my yeah. My, my parents named them idiot strings because we kept losing their mitts. They lose yeah. so many mitts. <laughs> it always weirds me out when I see mitts on a road. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Is that because they're like left on the roof of the car or something, or they flew out a window? Yeah, like the kid threw out the window yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i love that your parents though just got some yellow rope they're like all right my kid's not losing the government can't tell me how to keep my kids <laughs> <laughs> yes uh downtown troy how you doing hey guys how you doing this morning good hey, good. good um you uh, had to call the fire department right we didn't call them but uh we we were partying one night in calgary and my buddy had a pair of handcuffs that were real from the police. Oh. And he, ha- he handcuffed my friend to a vacuum cleaner while he was passed out on the bed at like four in the morning. Nice. <laughs> so my buddy wakes up at eight in the morning and he's losing circulation in his wrist. <gasps> oh no. He wakes up and we got to drive to the police station to get these cuffs off. So <laughs> With the smoked, vacuum. He smokes a little bit of weed at like eight in the morning and then we drive him to the police station. Well, we get to the police station, and remember, this guy reeks like liquor, and he's walking around with a vacuum cleaner handcuffed to him. <laughs> what a time. So, so the police tell us that they don't make those style of handcuffs anymore, and they don't have a key. So oh! They direct, they direct us to the fire department that's near us. So we go to the fire department at about this time. It's like 11 o'clock, so it's been like three hours of him with this vacuum. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So, we walk into the fire department and they're having their annual barbecue. <laughs> so he is walking in, just looked awful with his vacuum cleaner attached to him. So they put, 
They put his arm into a vice grip and they all are taking videos and use a handsaw and they handsaw. Oh and my god! Yeah. Get the vacuum cleaner to that. I'm surprised they didn't use like a bolt cutter yes, or something and like just like chunk, like ka chunk. Because you're doing that motion of pushing and sawing back and forth, right? And your wrist is right there. You're like, oh! <laughs> yeah, and his his hand was like purple at this point because it's oh. been like like five hours since they. That were they handcuffed into the vacuum. How oh. much, because you guys were baked, how much laughing was there? Oh, I mean. Oh, I couldn't stop. Like, the fact that these firefighters, and you got to remember, like, this guy hasn't showered. He looks awful. Yeah. He's wearing yesterday's clothes. Yeah. And these guys are, like, firefighters. They're all jacked. They look very proper. And, <laughs> and this guy has a vacuum cleaner, and he's walking around with it. It was just, it was out of control. The whole thing was outrageous. And perfect timing, too, because they're doing a barbecue. Everyone's like, oh, damn. <laughs> how, how was your buddy's hand? He was fine in the end. Uh, yeah. But right, right off the bat, he was so mad that he's like, I'm calling the cops on you guys. I'm calling the cops. So he makes a phone call, and we can hear him in the background, and he's like, Hey, Mom, you'll never guess what's going Hey, Mom! <laughs> he's trying to be all tough. <laughs> yeah. Mom, these guys put a vacuum attached with the handcuffs on me. <laughs> yeah, we're like 25 years old. It was just, the entire day was outrageous. Yes, what a time, what a time, and what a story. Drinking thanks for sharing that. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Troy. Awesome, guys. Talk to you later. Yeah, yeah. yeah you bet. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm calling the cops on you guys. <laughs> hey, Mom, can you come pick me up? <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> His friend's lucky because they said, you know, they were drinking and indulging. Yeah. yeah. Firefighters were too. They're having barbecue. Well, yeah, yeah. they're having a good time. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're like, Once oh, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> can you imagine? You guys know when you like, when you slept on something or when you sit on your foot yeah. and it falls asleep and when oh. the blood rushes back to it, it's actually painful. It hurts. Like, yeah, it's not just pins and needles, but it's been out of blood for so long that it's painful. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine what oh. that hand felt it's like? like <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Laura, how are you doing? Good. Good, good. Uh, your kids got their head stuck somewhere, eh? Uh, she didn't get her head stuck. She likes to put her arm in places. Oh. Yeah, so she uh, nicely got her arm or her elbow stuck in a bookshelf at daycare. Yeah. And they had to grease it up and butter it up so much. Uh, they almost called the fire department, I got told, before I got down there. Oh, my God. What was her arm caught in? Yeah, how did she get it caught in a bookshelf? So it was a tiny bookshelf with like little slits. Yeah. And she thought she could put her arm in there and she got it like down to the elbow. And when she got it to the elbow, the elbow got stuck. Oh, well, it's a course. very intricate bookshelf. That must have hurt <laughs> yeah. to pull it out. Oh, oh yeah, my yeah. gosh. Well, she panicked and I guess caused more damage. Um, like more bruising and swelling. Oh, yeah. That's the worst yeah. too. Cause your yeah. arm goes yeah. in. Like when I, uh, I'd be working on my truck and I'm like, Oh, I just need to reach a little bit more. And my, as soon as my elbow passes a certain point, it's like, thunk, and I, I do what I need to do. And then my arm doesn't come out and like panic sets yeah. in. Yeah. Oh. And then she tried, she tried another object, like she got a tube. And she had to put her arm in the tube. Oh, no. She got that stuck for a little bit, but because she didn't get it down to her elbow, they managed to get that off. Oh, yeah. So how did they get her arm out of the bookshelf? They literally had to grease and use a lot of butter. 
Oh yeah, they just yeah. got to it. And then huh. since that day, no more books of reading no, at the daycare. No, no more reading. <laughs> Done. <laughs> that might be her deterrence of reading, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a scarring moment. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We all know what an internet troll is, and I think that this study this morning is going to make us feel about it. Now, internet trolling is when you intentionally post stuff online or on social media that you know people will get angry about. So then they'll come back at you, and you can mess with them even more. Mm -hmm. Some people just thrive on this. They're like waking up in the morning and just getting ready to do it. That's literally Facebook. So (laughs) have you ever trolled someone online? Mm. A new study is out and it found that more of us do it than you'd expect. Is it because it's so easy? Like it's it's way easier, I think, to be a terrible person. Is that why? I have no idea. Well, yeah, you just have to find someone to tell them you didn't like them. Yeah. Now you can. Yeah, just you just put it there and then Twitter. fight them. So now you just like post something that, you know, everyone's going to get all riled up yeah. about. And then you attack yeah, people as they come at you. Yeah, because you know people are going to comment. You give it a good, uh, like, half an hour, and you know it'll be filled with comments, and then you fight everyone. Then, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds exhausting. It does. Why would you want to do that? Mm-hmm. This is Yeah, this is crazy. Here's some of the stats, though, that came out of this study. Thousands of people were polled, and it turns out one in six people admitted to internet trolling over the last uh, year. One in six. Remember that guy we chatted with a couple of years ago? I do. He was a, an unbearable human being. And he, he was flat proud out, of it. He was proud of it. He flat yeah. out said, he's like, my job outside of my other job yeah. is to find particular uh, posts on social media and just rile them up. And we're like, why would you do that? He's like, because I have a message to get across and my my message is right. And I will fight everyone to the end. And we're like, are you joking? He even admitted to spreading information that he knows is wrong because he gets um, a high or a uh, an adrenaline rush, yeah. a thrill out of watching people believe it. He's like, it's hilarious yeah. watching it. He's like, so I'll spend hours. And I'm like, I can think of other things that I would, could do for hours. That's way more exciting. Yeah, he was really like animated telling yeah. us about it. He was really excited oh. about he it. He actually got fired up. I'm like, oh, God. And guys, this was before COVID. Oh, oh way before no. COVID. Yeah. You know, he's living his best life right now. Yeah. Oh, God. The COVID <laughs> was the best thing that happened to him. He's just like, yes, I get he's to be driving. at home oh, on the computer. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah he said he would, he would just like your story, post pictures, get yeah. people riled up, and then mm-hmm. fight people. I'm like, what? Yeah, he was really into it. Man, what a waste of time. Ugh. Yeah, that was very bizarre. Mm-hmm. Tried gardening. <laughs> just go for a walk. It's a different hobby. Yeah, go right. Seventy-three percent of people said that they would try to report someone they knew if they were an internet troll. Now, who are you reporting them to? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I they say some people say they would try to let their work know. I don't know about. I would never do that. You can what flag. for? Comments Flag, online, comments. I sure, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like you can like tell Facebook. Yeah. Right? Zuckerberg. Hello. 50% of people think that internet trolling should be a crime under federal law. Mm-hmm. And one in 10 said that the punishment for internet trolling should be community service or you should be able to, you should have to like go clean up a park, go volunteer some time. That'd be so many people. You know, that kind of stuff. Think of how lovely our city would look. Actually, yeah, yeah. It'd be so clean. Yeah. Spotless. Spotless indeed. Yeah. Yeah, these are the salad days for uh, internet anger. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where's the worst trolling? Because I don't game. 
Is trolling bad on for online gaming, or is trolling the worst for social media? I think social media. Probably is social bad. media. I, I'm not a gamer, so I don't know, but I heard that gaming can get pretty vulgar and you intense. Think it can get pretty like vicious. Yeah, because you're actually hearing, right? You're but actually... it's, it's mostly digs about your mom. <laughs> so I don't mind a good dig about mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like dishing those out. I yeah. can take those. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's crazy. But I, I feel like social media is uh, the tougher one because it's out there. Yeah. Right. Like it's posted publicly. If someone's just beaking you in a game. Mm. Well, here, here's a text from someone. It okay. just came in um, that admits to engaging online in a oh, certain way. No. It says, guys, it's not always trolling, but in some cases, fighting with someone online is very common for those of us who are neurodivergent or who have ADHD. The dopamine rush that we get out of arguing with people online is worth it. Our brains lack so much dopamine that to get that natural dopamine high in a way that is essentially safe without physically hurting someone oh. is unfortunately one of our go-tos. Mm. So this person will, yeah. in, and that's what that guy was explaining to us, Yeah, he will purposely troll he gets a rush. because of the, I said adrenaline, but yeah. dopamine might be what it is. And he flat out admitted that to you and me. Couldn't you go into like a, like power debating? Like Mars, you were in a debate club. I was, yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. get a rush? Like that's that's probably the best way of doing it. But that's that's fact based arguing. That's different because you can just leave a cutting comment under someone's post and walk away and be like, huh. "Light a match." Mm. Yeah, I did it. Did did okay? Like you were a debate club star. Yeah, I know. I used to judge debates at the University of Alberta. Um, Ugh. What? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Wonder how our conversations go at home. <laughs> when I, I think was, I've won one when since I, was, I met Mars. <laughs> when I was in university, then I was brought back. I used to judge all the uh, high school debates. Huh. On like a provincial level, uh-huh. cool. I was yeah, I was a judge. Yeah, well, look at you just crossing your arms, when being you, like, mm-hmm. when you judge a debate, like you pick a winner. Yes, yeah. So they both they both uh, display their case, they argue their case, mm-hmm. and then is there rebuttals or it's just one one shot and then the judge decides. Um, no, you do you can go back and forth. It is timed, but it's also like when you judge a debate, it's not even just like who's. Like th- who's louder? Yeah. It's there's all different. Like if they're hitting on certain points. Well, yeah, it's like if, uh, on how well they were researched, how well they speak, presentation, mm. like stuff like that. Because mm. a lot of winning a debate is just convincing people mm-hmm. you're right, even when you're not. That's mm. like <laughs> that's the internet. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds familiar. Yeah. Is there more than one judge? Yeah. So the judges then yeah, you, it debate was done each by other a, about who? It was done by point. Yeah, and then as judges, we all get into a big argument. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. I've never seen a live police debate. Police is the police. Yeah, right? <laughs> but no, also with debates, like factual, because factually, both sides of the debate are usually right. What so was, he presents the case better. He presents it better, yeah. Do you remember like what your, your biggest debate that you judged oh. was all about? Was it like books? No, we didn't debate politics? on books. It was mostly politics. Oh, like policy um, stuff? Policy, yeah, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Equality, rights, yeah, et yeah. cetera. Yeah. You know, all the basic stuff. <laughs> People are wondering if you reached the uh, title of uh, master debater. Yes, I did. Oh. <laughs> There's you? a lot about Missionary Mars you guys don't know. <laughs> She's a master debater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I, uh, yeah, it was fun. It was really interesting. It was it was a good it was a good time. I know it sounds nerdy. But that it, should be. It was, you should go back into it. Make that a hobby. Yeah. Be a master debater. Is there still? Uh, I'm guessing debate's still a thing, right? 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like that wasn't, was that an option for you guys in high school or do you have to go to debate club in high school? But that was in high school as well? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we definitely did not yeah, have Yeah, we that. didn't have debate club either. We were not allowed to give our opinion. Oh. <laughs> 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 did you have debate club, Haley? I think we might have, but I wasn't in it. Yeah. Yeah, I get like tongue-tied if I get too nervous. Oh, really? Yeah. And then you get angry. Well, and when I public speak, I turn like tomato red. Mm, it's, yeah. it's not a good look for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty good at presentations. Yeah. Did, when you're uh, like pleading the case, yelling, uh, back in the day, did your neck go red? Because now when you get angry, your neck will go no, red. No, now I'm just angry. Back then I was like young and carefree and I was just really good at it. Oh, now, okay. now I just get frustrated because people... Mm-hmm. Or, we got it. Yeah. It wasn't legit anger. It was, uh, it was yeah, debate. It was debate. Yeah. It was a classy, well thought out, civilized mm-hmm. debate. So you don't have to get loud? No, no, I never got loud mm-hmm. in a debate. I get loud. I'd be like, you're not hearing me. Oh, no, boy. That's, not, that's, that's not, a debate. That's not a debate. That's a full on argument. <laughs> sounds like when you hang out with my family. <laughs> that's how we debate. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't debated in a long time. I was into it for a little bit. Really? I feel like it happens daily. <laughs> what kind of shift are you putting in when you're when you're debating? What do you get? Like you like thirty minutes? You get three minutes? Oh gosh, I don't how really do remember how long the debate was. I don't think it was overly long. Like because all of my debates were written out on cards, right? Yeah. It's so I had little flashcards. So I had like my I had like my 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 main debate presentation and then that person would debate with me on my presentation. Right. They'd be writing questions while I was speaking and then I would write out what I would anticipate would be asked and I would have answers for. So are you judged on like how well you parry like their points? Yes. You got to take down their side? Yeah. It's like a that. verbal tennis, mm-hmm. right? I've seen uh, Mars' debate skills come out when uh, like we're hanging out with a neighbor at the lake mm-hmm. and we get into some wine. Some debates happen. He's and a I just sit debater. back and they're like across the table from each other we and don't I'm in yell the center. At one another. No, no, there's no yelling. Mm-hmm. And I just sit back and I'm like, okay, there's one view and there's another. Okay, and rebuttal. Okay, and rebuttal. Oh, oh, and it's still happening. Oh, it's still and it goes rebuttal. on for like an hour and a half till I'm like, yeah, we, no, don't, no, we don't fight. No, no, it's just back it's and just, forth, back and forth. It's just debate. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And then eventually, there's five empty wine bottles on the table. <laughs> and I'm sure the I'm sure the problem was solved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we, yeah, sure. yeah we, we all came to an agreement at yeah. the end of the night. <laughs> oh my God, Mars, you would love hanging out with my family. I don't know. You would. They drink know. wine and debate for hours. And it's loud debating, though. Oh. Yeah, I'm not a loud debater. This text here says, Missionary Mars, never getting loud. Typical. <laughs> yeah. Shouting doesn't get you anywhere. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Smarts get you somewhere. Shouting yeah. doesn't get you anywhere. <laughs> we all know that our province holds some of Canada's most beautiful places. And there's a new ranking out now that shows the province also has some very loved destinations as well. In other words... Out of 50 most loved destinations in the entire country, mm. five of those are here in Alberta. Damn. Do you want to throw some guesses as to what they are? Uh, Banff. Okay. Jasper. Okay. Uh, Calgary. Canaskis? Okay. Is it Calgary? Okay. Is, uh, Calgary's just grouped in. Are these, are these guys, all correct? You guys guessed Banff, yeah. Jasper. Yeah. yeah. Calgary. Calgary. Yeah. Canaskis. Oh, that is on the list. Okay. That well, No, I'm just going through your guesses. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, LeDuc. Leduc. Oh, we'll see that. This is the first uh, oil, uh, Derek. Yeah. Leduc won. Leduc won, <laughs> oh, right. Oh, what a sight. What a sight. Uh, yeah. Drum. Drum Heller. Oh, and Drum, Drum Heller. Heller, totally, yeah. Drum Heller. 
Uh, you guys have some of them, but not all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in at uh, number five, right here. Edmonton? Edmonton, Edmonton mm-hmm. Alberta. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, suck it. Do they say what for? Uh, just because we're awesome, because oh, okay. Edmonton uh, yeah. is amazing. Not that, yeah, we don't need to explain why we're cool. That's right. Uh, we got a pretty high tourism score. Yeah, we're definitely not surprised about this. No. <laughs> uh, next on my list, then Jasper. Uh-huh. Calgary. Yeah. They beat us a little bit. They yep. had a better tourism sentiment mm. score. Mm. Banff. Yeah. It comes after Calgary. Canmore. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Ginge was just there. Yeah, gorgeous, right? Oh, is the, best. is yeah. the last one. Canmore actually coming in number five out of all of the great spots in mm. the country. Mm. Uh, when you were down in uh, Canmore, Ginge, did you do the old uh, open the realtor app, have a little look around? Yeah. Yeah. And? It's uh, terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> it's outrageous there. Oh, yeah. The prices are crazy. Oh, We'd be yes. in for what they refer to in Canmore as a share. Yeah, we'd all be living together. We have to pool our money. No, I mean, I mean it's like we'd get a couple weeks a year. Oh, yeah. oh, God. I could, like, if, if you were to buy a condo there, legit, what are they going for? I've never looked. Like a million bucks? Oh, you can do two bedrooms for close to a million, yeah. Mm. Yeah, the condos are expensive. Yeah, they're very expensive. Damn. Yeah. Mm. If you live in Canmore, do you work in Calgary or do you work in Canmore? There's a lot of jobs in Canmore. But they're kind of like food service. Yeah, yeah, that's not getting you a million dollar mortgage. Yeah. Most of those places sit empty and then you put them in a rental pool. Yeah. Oh. You move there. And if you're going to live there, you move there with money. Yeah, you'd have to. And have like a fun little job. But you could a do like, work from home thing. You could do like, that's like a nicer rent two bedroom for like, you know, eight, nine hundred thousand dollars. You can do like a one bedroom for there's like, you can get us in for oh, four or five. Oh, yeah. okay. But are you doing that just as a rental income property? Probably. Because what do you do? How, who's living in Canmore? Never. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> one bedroom. I'm just curious about how, like, how you live and work uh, in in cities like that and pay the crazy mortgage. crazy mortgages. That's all. I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't think most of those are people's primary residences. Okay. Like uh, Haley, what part when you uh, grew up there? Mm-hmm. Uh, what part of town were you living in? Like, we did were, you have sweet ass mountain views, or were you tucked away somewhere? We were tucked away. To be fair, I was like one or two when yeah, we lived there. Yeah. Uh, but my parents had a condo that was right off of the river, kind of by the Drake. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. There okay. they used to be blue condos. They've painted them since. Huh. Uh, but that's where they were, and they rented or owned i'm not entirely sure yeah moved after they had two kids because it got way too expensive oh, yeah. way too small wouldn't too. it be yeah. mind-blowing yeah. if you discovered they still owned it they did own it for a while and they rented it out yeah um but yeah after that they were they were done they just unloaded it and moved yeah yeah hmm. how it's long expensive. how far is Calmore from calgary about 45 50 minutes an hour yeah yeah about 45 minutes you could drive to calgary oh yeah it's doable yeah, it's totally doable it's like me driving in from spruce that's a good point yeah yeah the roads, roads be hells periodically throughout the winter, but yeah. ultimately, yeah, not a bad drive. Look home. where you live, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, as long as you don't take Highway 1A, you'd be all right. Yeah, it'll be, yeah. You're fine. Like, you are in the heart of it. Yeah. Wow. This text here says, my sister said a lot of Calgary lawyers move to Canmore. They work from home, drive into the city when they have to. Oh, I can see that. Oh, lawyer money, yeah. Yeah, if you can mm-hmm. work from home a couple days a week, totally fine. Another text here says, my friend moved there. She's a nurse for their hospital. Yeah. Um, she's only working a little bit less than full time. All she can afford to rent is a basement suite. Mm. Wow. Well, she's working there though, right? Yeah, she's yeah. in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the condos. There's like a lot of like older like single family homes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. We wow. Mm-hmm. Like top dollar. Oh yeah. man. Like five million or what are you talking? Oh, but no, like uh, for rent. 
No, to, to own. Yeah, but yeah. But like, like your standard, like, I don't know, like 1,400 square foot bungalow mm-hmm. is like, you know, like 1.7, 1.8. Holy cow. I looked at one uh, that That's was a little bit like tucked up uh, across the Trans-Canada Highway, tucked up into the, the mountainside there. Yeah. And it looked like a, some shoddy home. And I think that thing was going for like two over two million, and mm-hmm. it was a gut job. Yeah, like it got, was in rough shape. We've got family friends who live in Canmore. Like yeah. they own their house, they've got kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. They own a outdoor, like an outdoor sporting goods store. Oh my god! So that's why they live in yeah, Canmore. Yeah, that's how oh, you that, can do it. They're like yeah. super rich. Yeah, yeah. That's the only way that you can do it. But it's just so nice. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful there. I feel like a rube. I used to be just be a Banff person. Mm-hmm. I, would yeah. just, I would drive right past Canmore. Yeah. Oh, you gotta go, go to into Canmore. But Canmore is that's it's the jewel. Uh, dining options, incredible. Lots, lots of dining options. Great. Hmm. The downtown drags completely walkable. They close it down in the summer to cars. Oh wow! You just walk around there to shops and eats galore. We've never done any time in Canmore. We've been the ones that just blow right by. Yeah, because usually because we go only go in the winter when we're skiing. Yeah, and so we want to be. I want to be as close to the uh, ski. Mm. Canmore's like it's like. It's closer to Nakiska. Yeah. It's half an hour to Norway. Do you like Louise's always sunshine? And, yeah. Oh, I, I see it. Then, I guess. <laughs> of course, right after that. <laughs> <laughs> Nakiska's always so icy, too. <laughs> yes, yes. Come on, Nakiska. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This text here says Dead Man Flats, better option if you want to live out there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 10 minutes outside of Canmore. Much then cheaper. Then you're driving everywhere, though, if you want to. Yeah, you're really driving. You can't just walk. Like you can't walk downtown and you yeah. can't, yeah. Got the three sisters overlooking everything. Hauling Peak. Yeah. I do love that uh, trail, though, that they have for uh, cyclists, rollerbladers, whatever. Yeah. The paved trail all the way to yeah. Bath. Mm-hmm. Like, that's freaking fantastic. Yeah, it's super cool there. Yeah. Oh, damn you guys. <laughs> <laughs> damn you who can afford to live yeah. and work mm-hmm. from home. But yeah, Edmonton got number one hey, on this right. list. Yeah. yeah. No, no, we, no. Canmore got number one. Oh, she was going back. Oh, too. you're yeah. going the other way. I went, yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, we're fifth. <laughs> Much worse. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're number one. No. No, we're actually at the very bottom oh. of the list, but. We're on the list. For we, the, but we made the list. For the top five in Alberta, we come in fifth. Yeah. Okay. So That's why I was so surprised. I thought we were first. All right. This is a crazy story. A woman in Australia recently took a, took on a spider and lost. Ginge, this, was, this is what would happen to you. But she ended up with something much worse than a spider bite. 26-year-old Alyssa Lambert spotted a huntsman spider in her bedroom late, late last month. Now, huntsmen, we've talked about them before. Yeah. They're not deadly. They're but they're big. big but they're big. I can handle spiders, but I don't they're, think I'd be able to handle a huntsman. They're too big, right? That's way too big. How big? Is it like the size of a frying pan? Yeah. Oh, they can be, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's outrageous. It's at least the size of your hand. So picture this on the wall. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't. It's it's an impossible situation because it's too big to move yourself. Yeah. But you can't not know exactly where it is at all times. Oh, exactly. Because what if it goes missing? Now just loosen your home? Something that big, too, will oh. move very quick. If you do live in oh. an area like Australia, yeah. where huntsmen do show up in your homes, mm-hmm. do you legit just let them walk around? Well, I think you shoo them outside. You, sh- like, shoo? I think so, yeah. But you're sh- you're shooing that? Well, I, I think uh, Australians would just be used to it and be like, oh, damn, another huntsman, and they get a broom and be like, get out of here. Because when that giant Costa Rican beetle landed on my forehead, oh. yeah. <laughs> that was like... Um, Larger than life. It was... It looked like I was going to a British wedding. Yeah, it was like and a, I was wearing, a three-inch medallion yeah, on her forehead. and I was wearing one of those hats. Oh, no. That's how big it was. And it, and it had weight. And it had a lot of weight to oh, it. You don't want to feel it. Yeah. I, but you, it was too big to murder. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes bugs are. Do you know There's what I too mean? Much There's too much yeah. mass. It was too much mass. Mm-hmm. So I froze yeah. like a statue and let the beetle live on my forehead for about 30 seconds. Play dead. Before it flew away, mm-hmm. which is wild. Were you just frozen in fear, though? I was is frozen. Is that why you, well, so you didn't yeah. actually plan this? Well, also <laughs> because when that large beetle landed on my forehead, mm-hmm. it like it hit me. Right. Because it had mass. It came in with some so it was, speed. It yeah. was like this, guys. It was like this. Oh like, and God. it hit my forehead. Like a tiny train hit you. Yeah. Like you could feel the density. Oh, You could feel the density in this. So what did this woman decide to do? Well, the huntsman, by the way, super big, kind of looks like a tarantula with like really long legs. I just put a picture on the app. This okay. is a huntsman on someone's window. No, like, I mean, shut up. That's like, not real. Imagine real. getting uh, like you're getting to bed. You're like, oh, bedtime. You look out your window and that's stuck to your oh. window. God, I'm itchy now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be buying a plane ticket back to Canada. <laughs> yeah. Like Australia is beautiful, but nope. Yeah. Ginge, what would you do? I don't. I, I just just curl up and die. <laughs> I don't know what other options I have at my disposal. There's no way. That's got to be like a trick of the no, of, that's, per, of perception. That's how big they are. Yeah. Up to 12 inches across a foot. A foot. Mm-hmm. They're big. That's just what they're... We've chatted with people that have been to places where there's giant spiders. Like people that are in the military. There's the, the ones that hide in the sand. Yeah, the camel spiders. The camel spiders. And then, yeah, you're supposed to like tuck your pants into your boots, tie everything up because they'll get into your pants. And the huntsman's fast because he's not a web spinner. He catches with his speed. No, you guys are telling horror story lies. No. Here, this is a daytime shot of a huntsman on your window. Where? What? <laughs> no. You'd think, you'd think there was an eclipse. You're like, where'd the sun go? Like, oh, for yeah, the right? <laughs> Do you roar? Imagine walking into a room, you look at your living room wall, there's a giant spider shadow, you're like, ah! Look at the window, ah! It's like here when they'll do like, the news will do like the exterior shot from their roof camera and yeah. like a bug will crawl across the screen. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, 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 it's a giant. But yeah. that's how it actually is down there. Yeah, that's just legit on your window. So if you shoo that out, I feel like it it just does whatever it wants. Oh, it, it controls your life. Like, it, it, it might come back in. It exactly. might ring your doorbell. It's got a key to your house. Mm-hmm. Right? It's got a key to your house. He's knocking on the front door. Hey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you you hear his about? legs go into your keyhole. Oh, like, yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> picking your lock. <laughs> they're too big. They're, yeah, they not, they're not deadly, though, guys. They're supposed to be your friendly neighborhood care. spider. That's, mm-hmm. No. That's not. That's gross. I'd well, rather a tiny deadly one. Here's what happened to Alyssa. Uh, This huntsman in the story was up by her ceiling. So she stood on her bed and tried to kill it with bug spray. But that only enraged the huntsman. So it lunged at her. It's like, I drink this for breakfast. Yeah. (laughs) Alyssa panicked, jumped off the bed, immediately felt a sharp pain in her foot. But she didn't land on another spider. That was not a spider bite. It turned out... She'd left a high-heeled shoe on the ground next to her bed. <gasps> she landed on it so hard it impaled her foot. Oh, Ouch. no! The tip of the heel punctured the bridge of her foot down by her heel, and it was lodged in there, Whoa. so she couldn't pull it out. Her roommate got her an ambulance, and <gasps> x-rays showed the heel was lodged almost two inches into her foot. I would have rather a spider bite. The good news is, is she had to have surgery. She's doing better. She should be walking again soon. No damage was done. Alyssa, though, technically did win the fight. Oh. The spider didn't make it. Hey! Oh, congrats. Spider died. 
Eventually. Oh, Ginge. Jesus, that's picture. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. It went, <sighs> it entered her. <laughs> it must have went through the bone, too, or something. No, she's or it's fine. Just, it just... Yeah, they it removed just it. Fit through the foot somehow. Yeah, she's got no damage. She's gonna be able to walk. It's all good. Everything's good. If you can't see the picture, guys, picture a high heel going through the bottom of your foot. I think people are picturing it. Basically, like through your arch. Yeah. Oh. And somehow it just it was able to go through the bone and ligaments and stuff. Oh my god, I've stepped on like an electrical cord plug. Oh, I the prong. Even, yeah. I can't even imagine stepping on a shoe and having it go through yeah. your foot. I know. I've done the prong like oh. on the side of the foot where I go. Yeah. And you're like, oh, and you're like. Yeah. Remember when you pulled that shard oh, the, of glass out of my oh heel in the God, summer? Oh, God, that was bad. There was just a random piece of glass. Remember and Mars, uh, I just came home, and Mars all of a sudden is walking through the kitchen, and she's like, ow. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. Yeah, and then every time I stepped, oh. I was like, that's not right. And then uh, we went on the couch and uh, turned the lamp on there, Yeah, and I rubbed my finger on Mars' foot, and you could feel just Ding. the edge of glass. Ding. Oh. And I pulled it out, and it was it was almost an inch of glass straight into her foot. Oh. It was just like a fine shard. <gasps> and like when he removed it, you know when you see like in a horror movie, like an alien coming out of someone's yeah. guts? Yeah, yeah. It's like, and it's all stringy? Oh, oh, oh. oh. yeah. Just stringy, like with like blood and like coagulated material. You got to stop knocking over wine glasses, Mark. <laughs> How long was it in your foot for? I, uh, honestly, three probably minutes? like three minutes. Because it sounds like it was already binding to your body. Well, it was, yeah, your blood is sticky. Yeah, it is sticky. Like that like, thick blood. Like there was some pooling blood and then it was all sticky. I'm like, yeah. oh God. Healed up though. Yeah, healed up nicely. No problem. Heels heal up fast. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see this heel removed from her, the, the shoe. Oh, heel, like the after, heel. yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see what kind of tip was on this thing. Because usually they're pretty, they're, Blunt? they're squared off, yeah. Huh. Yeah, because you don't get, you can't get like pointy, pointy ones, right? They always have like a little bit of a grip on yeah, them. Yeah, they're never a. Yeah, but yeah. The heel itself may be like narrow and sort of sharp looking, but the end of it. The still end has, of it. Yeah, it's it's usually like a little heel. That just means this was even more painful, right? Because it's like the it's like a bottom of a marker going through yeah. your foot. <laughs> that is yeah, terrible. Yeah, it would be like how do I explain it? Because because you still need like a flat like surface this, to like walk on. Little skinny highlighter. Yeah. It's got a little flat bottom. Yeah. It's blunt. That would have just went right. Right. In. Right. In. That's right. And it's got to be blunt. And it was yeah. probably just sitting straight up. So when she landed, it just went like that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's not the. It was not the business end of the nail. It's almost like the head of the nail. Yeah. The, yeah. Going very the wrong blunt. way. Oh yeah. God. <gasps> People are sharing uh, pictures of huntsmen's they've come across themselves. Yeah. I know. I see this. This is insane. <laughs> That's more terrifying than this heel through the foot. Much. I, I think it is. Mm. What would you rather? Wow. Have this thing on you or just step on a shoe? Step on a shoe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Not even a hesitation. Their eyes glow. <laughs> Their eyes glow. Look at it. Uh, oh, Crash, that picture you posted of the daytime beauty, There's that's, that's not legit. real. That is legit. Is there uh, like a service you could call? Well, in Oz, if you come across a huntsman in your home, a firefighter because your house is on fire. Nine one one. Yeah, yeah, that's uh. a, that's a le- yeah, that's a legit spider. Hmm, but that is nasty with the heel. <laughs> Someone said, "How would a big spider like that get inside your house without you knowing?" Uh, like you have to open the door and let it in. Just as you're walking in, it just zips in behind you. You oh. hear the doggy door flap. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rover's back in. <laughs> nope. Uh, well, mm. here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. Um, if you have lived in an area, I want to talk about really big spiders. Mm. Uh, sorry, Ginge. I know, buddy. 
780-489-4669 is the number to call. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Did you spend some time down in Australia? Were those huntsman spiders like just part of your everyday? Are we overreacting to this beautiful creature that we share this planet with? We don't need them that big. No. I like spiders. I think we should live in harmony with spiders, but they don't need to be that big. Right. They serve a purpose, but there's no reason for them to be dog sized. Yeah, like that spider's not eating mosquitoes to stay that fit. Apparently, it does eat the other venomous spiders, which is why living in Australia, you want to welcome them to your home. Imagine seeing that spider take down another big spider. You're like, what is happening here? (laughs) I don't know. The enemy, my enemy is my friend or something? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I I have no idea. I put a little leash on it. (laughs) Have you lived with big spiders Maybe one lived in your house for days when you were in Australia. Did you pour it a cup of coffee in the morning? I don't know what you do. We have a lot of uh, now family members that have spiders at home. Right. Did your big, giant, life-size spider get out? I don't. I think how people do you, let it how out. How do you go to bed? You don't you, let it yeah, out. Yeah, I think you do. You're birdied in tarantula. Yeah, you just <laughs> let it out. You let it stretch its legs for a little bit of time? Mm. Yeah. You get home, you take it out of the aquarium, you put it on the no, kitchen table. No, you don't. Then you put out some lettuce for it at the end of the night. No, you it, keep that aquarium in lockdown. I don't think you do. All right, if you've lived with massive spiders, mm. what's going on? Are they your friends? Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, we're talking about your travels or if you've lived in another country for uh, a long time and your relationship with the giant spiders there. Sorry, Ginge, to do this to you, buddy. It's outrageous. It is outrageous. Some of these stories. What's the maximum size spider that you can handle? Mm, half an inch. And that's with legs? Or is that just fat that body? That including leg? the, the legs are the worst part, oh. to be honest. Yeah, they are. There's yeah. too many. Could you pick up a daddy long leg? And the length, I don't like daddy long legs. The legs are too long. <laughs> And it's so kinky. <laughs> <laughs> it's kinky. You're right. Yes, yeah, the it's the long legs are, are more problematic for me than the actual the mass mm. than their little the little tums. Yeah, oh. yeah. Ah. Well, you're not safe from the big spiders everywhere. This text here says, "Hey guys, I spent some time in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Scotland. Yeah. Oh no. I was visiting family, and their house spiders there are massive. They're so big that if everyone stopped talking, you could hear it climbing the fabric curtains. You shut your mm-hmm. mouth. That's not real. No. I, I actually saw it, and then it disappeared. So I went over to shake out the curtain, and I couldn't find it anywhere. I had to go to bed that night knowing that giant Scottish spiders were still hanging around." The spiders are so big that in the middle of the night, you can hear them running across the floor. <laughs> What's oh. a Scottish spider? I'm gonna, I'm well, it sounds up, like it's larger than life. I'm going to put up a UK because it's so damp over there. Oh, that'd be yeah. my relative. They, they're, they're cellar spiders. They call them their daddy long legs yeah. are freakishly long. Oh. Get ready for this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no. hit me with it on the app there. Uh, it looks like... Uh, like the place that we were staying at in Costa Rica when it was inundated Ooh. with like big bugs. Yeah. Like the I would put towels underneath the door at night. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I just don't want these larger than life <laughs> creatures slipping in. No. Look at this daddy. Oh, oh no. no. What the hell's that change? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a long Look, leg. Looks like it would spin nightmares with its web. Yeah. yeah. Because the legs are uh, like all different sizes. Yeah. And it has like the the front two are the longest. Imagine to uh, pull in its prey. Imagine seeing that shadow pop uh, up on your wall. <laughs> if it if it climbed over your lampshade, yeah, and you're like, oh no, like a skeleton hand. <laughs> yeah, right. Can I make you feel better about spiders? I got a cool fact. Yeah, 
<laughs> I just, that's what I'm going to find. Doesn't sound cool like he's impressed do. with it. Uh, here's a cool fact. You know how sometimes like when you have an operation and they, in order to make the skin grow, they put a mesh in. Yeah. And then the skin like kind of melts to the mesh. Yeah. Well, there are some spiders with the silk that they spin is one of the only products on the planet that your body won't reject is a spider's like a medical grade silk. Oh, cool. So they can use that as like a mesh to help with a healing wound as opposed to something synthetic. So while your body will reject a a spider's silk, certain spiders, they won't reject that. So like while Ginge is laying on a bed strapped down, a giant gash in his leg, they're like, we need the healing spider. Yeah. They dump spiders on you while you're strapped in this bed. And then they're like, my... I hope that's how they do it. <laughs> that's not how they do it. <laughs> My body might not reject it, but I would. <laughs> what is that neat? I'd be down there protesting against doctors. <laughs> 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 Turns out you guys were right. <laughs> Bunch of monsters in crazy there. Stuff. Bunch of losers in there. <laughs> uh. Yeah, spider silk is fascinating, and what it and it, that the human body doesn't reject it is mm. insane. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. It is really interesting. Hmm. But have you had a run-in with a giant spider? Do you have them at home? Have you uh, traveled to places where they were larger than life and just too much? Um, Lewis can start things up. Hey, Lewis. Morning, guys. Hey. Hi. So you grew up in Australia. You've probably experienced the biggest uh, spiders in life, right? Uh, yeah. Well, the, the huntsman that I got at my place, probably the size of size of a hand, generally. Oh, God. Okay, that's uh, an average you know, one? Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, you, you just want to leave them alone. You don't want to, you don't want to do anything with them. They're, they're helpful. They're not going to do anything to you. Um, but and they're terrifying. Kind, kind of like the story you were saying. Like if you try and like annoy them a little bit, like if they're up in the corner, I used to get like a broom or something and try and like knock it down to to kill it. But yeah. they will jump at you. Like, <laughs> you don't want to do that. Oh God! So what do you, you do then? You just, just you let them be. You just let them live in your house. Oh, well, you can you can go with the bug spray. You can try and knock them down and, and squish them. Yeah, um, but they're not going to do anything bad to you. So, yeah. Like, do you, do you, do you try can, to shoo them out? Them. Like, do you open the front door and be like, "Shoo, get out of here, skedaddle." I, I, I'm not as tough. Like my dad would just grab them, but I, I'm not. What? Yeah, yeah. he just grab them with his hand, walk <laughs> out, and throw them outside. Now that's a man. <laughs> That is a man. Yeah, a I man. will never be yeah. a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I could never yeah. do that. Could you do that, Lewis? No, I never tried. Yeah. I, I did it with like tissue, or, like a uh, paper towel. Yeah. I never paper did the towel. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. not enough of a barrier for me. So do you just <laughs> do you just let him be and you go to sleep at night with the huntsman in your home? I would. Yeah. 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 There was one time though when I was four, I actually woke up with one in my briefs. Oh no! Yeah. Yeah. So you can imagine the breeze came off very quickly. I um, bet. And then it just ran away. Yeah. Holy wow, crap! What a story. Yeah, yeah I want to yeah. go to Australia, but I also don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, All right. Lewis. Thanks, Lewis. All right. See you guys. Okay. Bye bye. I would not be able to handle that in my mm. shorts. No. This text here says, guys, in the summer, we have a big jewel spider that lives with us. They're of decent size, and I talk to them every summer. I tell them where in my yard they can go and live, and honestly, they listen to me. Mm. Oh. But my yard uh. has now been taken over by spiders. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're like, hey, guys, come yeah. on in. This is a cool human. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty chill. Oh. <laughs> Your whole yard's just a web. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Um, let's do uh, Nikki. You had to deal with some big spiders, right? 
Yeah, in university, I uh, went to Cambodia with a friend of mine to work with uh, rescued elephants. Oh. And we were living in the middle of the Cambodian jungle in wow. Montesquieu. And our the houses that we lived in, they weren't they didn't they weren't closed in. Yeah. So all manner of things. Nice open air, our, yeah. Yeah, and so we had mosquito nets um, that we had to go to bed under, and there was giant spiders all the time. But the best times were when you would wake up and you would look up and like a foot above your head on top of the mosquito. On the mosquito the net. Spider just sit there. Yeah. Yep. Oh my right god. Right above your face, just chilling. No! Yeah. Uh, Why is the spider hanging out above your face on the mosquito net? Do you have like, are you tracking bugs that it's eating? Yeah, yeah, and it would it would be eating like little mosquitoes, um, <laughs> even moths. Uh, yeah, it was. It was the first few times it was terrifying, but yep. then eventually, I actually lost my fear of spiders because you just got so used to them being there that you just wake up and you'd be like, oh. Well, hello there, Bob. And hello there, Bob. And you name them. Yeah. What's the biggest spider that you saw dangling above your face? How big was it? Uh, they're most of the time they're about the size of my hand. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a lot of weight. That's a lot of weight. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Thanks, Nikki. <laughs> you betcha. Have a good day. You too. Take care. Thanks for calling. Bye. Bye. Wow, another good human going to save some elephants, and, putting her life at risk with big spiders. And like a, a mosquito net above your bed is just like draped. Yeah. So it was probably like sagged down, like probably a foot from her face. I would leave those elephants to die so <laughs> fast. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, Dumbo. Yeah, I tried, but you know. But, but you guys are living in terrible conditions here. This text here says, I spent some time down under. I was staying in a hostel and my lady friend wanted the private room for the night. So I pitched for it. When we went to go check it out with her friends, there was a picture over the bed. I noticed something hanging off the picture about the size of a pencil. Mm -hmm. It was out of place, so I shook the picture. That pencil was the huntsman's leg. <gasps> no! It crawled out from behind the picture. I slept in the room alone that night. The oh. owner thanked me in the morning for finding their pet that they had lost. Oh, my God. So they were just keeping it around. You thought it was a pencil. Imagine just like, and yeah. then the whole thing moves. <laughs> <laughs> you grab the pencil, the pencil grabs back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It curls. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, gross. Oh, boy. Gross. Uh, where's uh, Steve's on six here. Hey, buddy. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Um, you spent Excellent. some time in BC. Uh, you experienced some big old spiders there? Yes. How big? So my brother, my brother and I had a bathroom downstairs in the basement. Yeah, and uh, that was ours. Uh, my mom would never come in there because uh, while well, we kept a, a wolf spider down there in the little crack of a piece of drywall. Yes, well, I would say a little crack, but it was a big crack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, the 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 body of her was probably about the size of my thumb. Oh, yes. No. And I'm 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 a big dude, and like. Yeah, she was beautiful, and we like we would feed her and everything. And she, there was no other insects in the, in our bathroom ever. I bet, yeah. What, um, like, were you terrified of it or? No, 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 no. I've always liked spiders. I think they're a great uh, addition to your home. Yeah. yeah, they keep everything clean. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm minus the carcasses that they leave behind. <laughs> <but> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Speaking of Australia, though, I would never, ever, ever, ever set foot on Australian soil. Everything over there is the bug that kills everything else. And I just, no. And that's too much for it. you. If you stick it to the cities, no. though, like the big cities, there's probably no, not no, those. I bet no, you, no, you, you guys there. don't? Okay. No, no. Like if you're going into the outback, then I think you're you'll die. But I think people come from the outback to the city and they don't realize there's a spider on their back. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's in the city. You would probably be finding less spiders in the outback and like they'd be tucked in like rocks and whatnot. That's true. In the city, they would be looking for shelter and every like under your sink. And then you got spy, uh, uh, snakes that go in there with it. Oh yeah, yeah right. The snakes will kill. Uh, the spiders will kill snakes. That's yeah, good. yeah. We didn't even talk <laughs> about the snake yeah. problem. We'll just stick with your wolf spider and your crack. Yeah. That's totally good. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You guys have a great morning, yeah. eh? Thanks, yeah, Steve. you too, Steve. Thank you. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. For those of you who are fans of Beetlejuice. Mm, oh, that's once. Pop me up here, Crash. Beetlejuice. How long oh. have we been hearing about a sequel to Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice. I think it's the same person. Don't do it. That's two for Crash. Beetlejuice. Oh, oh right. come yeah. on, Crash. <laughs> well, you've what been waiting movie. too long, and there's finally a new development. Apparently, Brad Pitt's production company, Plan B, is now involved. So what does that mean? The word is... Favorites Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder are returning back as Beetlejuice and Lydia. Oh, you have to. And Tim Burton is going to come back to direct as well. Oh, this is going to be good. So thank you, Brad. The long-awaited Beetlejuice 2 is getting closer and closer to coming to life. So there you guys go. I I don't know. Like, I I like the Beetlejuice movie, but I don't don't know if it'll be good bringing it back. Why why are you you already poo-pooing it? Well, they tend to just ruin things when... Uh, what do you mean? Well... What year did Beetlejuice come out? 80, 88. No. Oh, yeah, late 80s, for sure. Yeah, I'd, I'd guess 88, 89. Yeah. I'm going to guess in the 90s. No, oh, it was no, it's, it was not 90s. It was 88. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it was It was 88. Yeah. Michael Keaton's really having a renaissance. Yeah, he's, he uh, is, he's, hey? He's going to be Batman again, too. Right. Yeah. Speaking of things he did in the 80s. Is Catherine O'Hara involved? They, She's got to be. They don't mention Catherine O'Hara, but I hope so. Oh, I hope she does. You know who the lead was? The male lead, though. Oh, Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Where are we at with Baldwin? Is he like... Why? He's in a new movie. He's filming a new movie right now. Well, he's finishing the one he was trying to film earlier. No. No, no that one's fin- done. No, they're not working on that. Oh. No, no, that, that one's done. That's for uh, obvious reasons. No, he's, uh, I think, in... Uh, uh, I think he was in the UK filming something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so I don't, well, I don't know what's happening with him. Maybe he will be in the new one. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen Beetlejuice recently? No, no. I watched it uh, uh, a couple years ago. Yeah, uh, with our oldest. It's still like funny. Yeah, uh, hornier than you remember. Oh, I bet Beetlejuice. A lot of, a uh, lot of, <laughs> lot of innuendo uh, stuff. <laughs> There is a lot of up- yeah, right. He's yeah. a bit of a nerd bag. <laughs> well, that's, his, that's his thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that whole scene the six foot, seven foot, eight, eight foot? But are yeah. they all getting off at the table? Uh, oh, I don't, I don't. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't remember that. Yeah, that's I, him just like moving them around. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, but, but I think he's also touchy, touchy. Like, yeah, oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of grope, grope Oof. in that movie. It's oh, yeah, the day Yeah. Yeah, here, let's... Uh... It's cute, Delia. There we go. Is that dead? Is that dead? Well, she's singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me speed her up. Banana. 
Does it look like they're getting off? <laughs> yep, it sure does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it does. Catherine O'Hara looks a little surprised. And they're all like pushing towards the bus. Are they going to recreate it or it'll continue a story? I don't know if it's going to be a new story or if they're just going to redo it. I would imagine they have to do a whole new storyline, like probably a new couple or Winona Ryder goes back to the house where Beetlejuice was set up. I don't know. Uh, are they going to have to like screw down all the props? Because wasn't Winona Ryder a little bit of a klepto? <laughs> well, I mean, I think we've all, you know. She's over that now. That's a long Is time she ago. Over that? Yeah, she doesn't steal stuff from Stranger Things. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so, so you're all good. Mm-hmm. All right, there was recently a quiz online that figured out um, people's common flying habits and how do we feel about it. And they've recently rolled out the data on it. And let's go through it here. Which is the best seat? The window seat, the aisle seat, or the middle seat? Uh, aisle. Window. Now, nah, then you gotta climb over everyone. What if the two people beside you are sleeping? But then you get the window. They're, yeah. You get something you can lean on, you get to look out, enjoy the incredible views. I used to enjoy the window. Now I'm more of an aisle girl. Oh, but now, now every time someone wants out, you gotta move. Um, yeah, the, but you know what, though? I find that people in the window, they're scared to ask. Hmm. You don't really move when you're in the well, aisle when you seat. sit beside Mars. She's like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Piercing <laughs> eyes. That's true. But Ginger's right. 70% of uh, people said the window seat. 29% went with the aisle. Basically, no one went with the middle. Mm-hmm. Which is easier, a carry-on um, or a checked bag? Well, checked is obviously easier. You don't have to deal with anything, but a carry-on's more convenient. It's Because then you get convenient. the H out of the airport. Yeah. Carry-on's risky, though, mm. time-wise, because there's not always room for your carry-on. I understand you two have room where you travel. But <laughs> I've sometimes, never had a problem. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes she fills up. Oh, and yeah. Now you gotta, and now you got to check your carry-on. Yeah. Which you hadn't planned on. We have done that, which is a big pain in the it's ass. A huge yeah. Pain in the ass. Where you get on the plane and then they're like, oh, all the overhead compartments are full. Uh, just put your luggage at the front here. We'll tag them. And yeah. then they get put on yeah. a rack. And then you're like, oh, this defeats the purpose. Yeah. And that's, that, to me, that feels like the scariest checked luggage. Well, yeah, because now it's on a cart yes. just sitting there. And sometimes you needed stuff that was in your carry on for the flight. Yeah. yeah. And now you're just holding that loose in your arms. You always forget your headphones. <laughs> that's why you, us ladies carry a purse. Smart. Mm-hmm. Smart. That's why. Uh, by the way, 63% of people said that they would rather carry on than check their luggage simply for the convenience of not having to wait for it afterwards. The waiting. Yeah. Some airports are just terrible. 37% of people say that they would rather check it so that they don't have to lug it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's my, um, my, my sister-in-law was having a bit of a day. Mm-hmm. She was flying with uh, my niece, who was uh, very, very little at the time. And she had to wait, uh, I think, 45 minutes for her luggage. That was here, right? That was here. Yeah. And because she was tired, she went full Karen on Twitter. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Live tweeted. <laughs> well, she had a baby with her. She was traveling alone. <laughs> she just wanted to yeah. get out of there. Yeah. It happens. I don't know. I don't know the interworkings, obviously, of the airport, but I feel like luggage getting off a plane to the uh, the area, the carousel area, should be a lot quicker. Than like 30, 40, 50 minutes, no? Yeah, I don't know how or why sometimes it seems to rocket out of that plane. I guess maybe how many planes are coming in, how much staff they have yeah, to handle. Probably maybe. Staff. Yeah, probably yeah. staff. Yeah. What is the best airplane snack? Mm. Cookies, mm. Pretzels, pretzels, or nuts? I like the pretzels. Oh, I'm a cookie gal. I like the salty. The cookies are just so dry. Then you're like, 
Well, and then you got to wait too. for them to finish the cart run to come back and get you another drink because you already slammed yours. Oh, I'd bring my own drink. I'm not waiting for them to come around. I want service now. I'm talking alcohol. You're not supposed oh. to open it. <laughs> yeah. That has to stay sealed on your seat. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, as a regular snack, uh, cookie is king. But once you get on the airplane, like you mentioned, their cookies are terrible. Yeah. Go with the nuts. Yeah. Oh, nuts. Yeah. So the nuts. Never yeah. pretzels. You don't like pretzels? I like about being too dry. Well, I know those are, pretzels. <laughs> those are really dry. I think on all the flights that we've taken, it's only cookies or pretzels. You don't get a nuts option. Really? Well, on those flights, but on like... Heated nuts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the heated bowls of nuts are really, really nice. Someone sets up their roasting chestnuts for you. <laughs> <laughs> like they make walk table side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> By the way, cookies wins. 45% of people say that they would rather have cookies. 41% of people said pretzels. Mm. And 14% said nuts. Mm. Uh, do you recline in your seat? Uh mm. The only time I've reclined really is if uh, the person in front of me like slammed her down. Yeah, uh, then I won't you've recline. Go. My, I won't go like full recline, uh, but I'll, I'll start reclining. And if there's no one behind me, if that seat's empty, then I'm going full recline. Yeah, I don't really recline. Mm. You guys don't recline. Not really. Oh, interesting. Crash does. I, yeah. I really don't. Don't lie to me. Do not lie to me. Sometimes I lay flat. <laughs> oh my god. But if you're standard seating. But standard seating. Yeah, you're, you're, not, can, you're not recliners. Not all the time. Not all the time. No. I, I will. I will majority of the time recline a bit, but not the full kuchunk. Why do you recline a bit? No recline. That nah, just feels better. Well, yeah, for you. It feels like I'm getting my money. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking advantage of the, all the amenities. Uh, <laughs> by the way, this is split right down the middle. Mm, is it really? Yep. 45% of people said no, and 43% said yes. Mm-hmm. So it's split right down the middle. If they didn't want you to recline, they should put the they should block the chairs from reclining. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll recline just a little bit. Yeah. Because I need to be not fully upright to sleep on the yeah. plane. So as long as I'm even like one degree. Yeah farther back I'm good yeah I'll bend the head flaps in to scoop my head yeah and then just go I probably go back like maybe an inch or two yep same with me that's all you need I only need to be not upright so that when I fall asleep I'm not falling into my own lap yeah yeah Mm -hmm. 12% of people in this study said that they recline all of the time every single time regardless of the flight regardless of the size of the plane they throw that seat back Mm. I don't know why they offer reclining seats (laughs) Like they're they're the bane of my existence. They could create they could uh, quickly manufacture a locking device to prevent all seats from reclining. They Why do, don't they do that? They do sell people buy third party. Oh, that you ones. can block the back. Yeah. yeah. I just third uh, I would be like <clears throat> snap. The only thing is though, is that a plane seat is so upright it almost feels like you're forward a little. That's mm-hmm. why just putting it back like, just a bit is nice. Cuz you're not like it's not you're not sitting like this. You're oh, yeah, sitting like terrible. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when someone reclines yeah. in front of you, that it's now even it's closer. Like this. Yeah. yeah. I am disgusted with all of you on the app reclining. <laughs> There's a lot of recliners on the app. Yeah. Well, like I said in this study it's like split right down the middle, right down the middle. Mhm. We we must we must we must be better people. We don't need to recline. But what if everybody but reclines? If everyone, yeah, if everyone reclines, then it's uh, smooth sailing. No, it doesn't move your knees. No, well, it doesn't move your knees. You're right. It doesn't move your knees, but it doesn't really affect your knees. What? When people recline? Well, well Crash, you're not very tall. There's no so... room in there as it is. We we must stop the reclining. That should be part of the announcements. But if you recline, here, 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 here. But if you recline, you can extend your body a bit better, and it feels mm-hmm. better on your legs too. Yeah. If you're taller. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't want to have my knees bent the whole time I'm on the, on the flight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you can do that's yourself why. a solid if you're tall and recline your seat. That's why you get the old aisle. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where the ILC comes in. Yeah, too. Run over by the drink cart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just move it when they come by. Uh, this text here says, I recline 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Another one here says, I recline all the time. It's the first thing I do when I sit down. <gasps> but then you get the ones that walk by and they're like, seat up. Well, yeah, like, that's oh. just for landing and taking off. That's yeah. their job to tell you to put their seat yeah, up. Crash. <laughs> you get the ones that do, you know, you get the no, ones. No, 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 but, <laughs> <laughs> no. But people that recline as soon as you sit down, you can't. No, because you've got to be yeah, up. Because they for, come and they're like, get your seat back up. Yeah. This text here says, I'll recline all three seats. Don't care. Wow. What do you mean all three? <laughs> they try and hide their crime. Oh, yeah. so it doesn't stand it's not out. It's physically, yeah, recline then. Yeah. Clever. What a move. <laughs> and the last one here. Um, do you use the onboard bathroom? Mm. Yay or nay? Sometimes. Yeah. If I have to go. If I'm, yeah, uh, for a one. Yeah, ones only. Yeah. I don't think I've, not on just like a regular small flight. I would never do a two. Oh, bull. On just a, like a flying to Calgary? You yeah. need to throw her down? What? Yeah, I just put some poopery in my purse. Oh, and, God. Excuse me. Off I go. Oh, I can hold it. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. People are saying they pay for that flight. They get to use, they get to recline, and I guess the bathroom's part of their, what they paid for. Well, even as well, cheap me, I'm not doing that. They might as well put <laughs> yeah. it in there. I don't want to be uncomfortable, so if nature calls, I'm answering the phone. But isn't that a terrible phone call? No, not really. I'm small, so but like. In the, but that's people outside the door. Eh, I don't care. And usually you open the door and people are sitting right there. And yeah. They're like, yeah. Yeah, no, that doesn't bother me. I bring in my poopery. I've got. Uh, Mars walks by. Excuse me. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> do not go in there. Is there someone in there? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, then you just go in. Mm. Michael says, I paid for the ticket full recline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an ongoing battle. It is. But again, it's split. Yeah, 50-50. Some, some people are texting, too, that flare air does not recline. I just saw. Oh, really? I haven't been on a flare flight in a long time. Yeah. They don't recline. Yeah. Oh, Ugh. here. Uh, Elizabeth, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. You know of an airline that doesn't allow uh, reclining seats? Is it flare? No, WestJet also just took out all their reclining seats. Maybe they still have it in first class, but definitely not in regular class. Are you sure? Because we just... We were just on one. We were just on a, a WestJet flight, and it reclined no problem, and we were coming <laughs> from Vancouver. I went to Mexico this in March, and there was no reclining. There was no reclining when I went to Vancouver last summer. Or maybe on their bigger planes. Maybe only on their bigger planes. But I was on a really big plane to Mexico. Yeah. Because we went to Calgary and then out, and there was no reclining. They, huh. they removed the button. The oh. button itself is gone, hey? Oh, yeah. damn. You can, you can raise up the armrest in between seats so it's easier to get in and out, but yeah. you can't recline. Oh, that's You've always been able to raise the armrest. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't recline that seat. Huh, interesting. Are you sure you're just not looking in the right spot? <laughs> <laughs> it's the little button that's under the armrest. Yeah, that's on it's the side not. there. It's usually on the side, yeah. 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 It, it doesn't push anymore. Interesting. It's no jab- way. Huh. All right, you all right. just got lucky you got a, a, a plane that hadn't been uh, disabled yet. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah. I mean, because that was just a few months ago, so. Or you got a broken one. Well, she got a broken one every time. <laughs> 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 all right, okay. Thanks, uh, Elizabeth. Talk to you soon. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Look at that, James. All your wishes are coming true. Yeah, and Elizabeth isn't alone. Who said they took Van Westjet to Vancouver two months ago? Oh, yeah. And the buttons, buttons were removed. removed.
Huh. huh. This is terrific. And then this one. My God, I didn't know there was a button to recline. <laughs> <laughs> you missed it. <laughs> but didn't you never fly? Yeah, I fly rarely yeah. because of people reclining. <laughs> you refuse. <laughs> it's just so, just like sit up. Just like be, just like be, you got fe- your fellow man behind you. Uh, yeah. You're yeah. gaining a degree of but you, recline? But you... Majority of time, if you recline, they're going to recline too. So then the the face to seat ratio stays the same. It ain't the it ain't the face to seats the trouble. Mm-hmm. It's them legs, baby. Stretch them out. This text here says, "Yeah, you got to get that aisle seat." This text here says, "I'm about to take a WestJet flight to Toronto that leaves at midnight. I have full intention to recline my chair mm. on th- that red eye flight. I've done that flight. That sucks." Ugh. People are saying too. Um, Maybe the people that are saying like WestJet has disabled the reclining button is because they're sitting in the emergency row. You can't recline emergency row. You can't recline row. emergency. That's Mm-mm. right. You don't need it though. No. But I think the seat in front of the emergency row, you can't recline. Yeah, because it'll block the emergency yeah. exit. So maybe you're around that area. <laughs> this, this text here says, that's it. I'm getting rid of my WestJet credit card if you can't recline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cutting it up. <laughs> that's it. I'm over. Yeah. Oh, man. Hmm. I had no idea there were so many recliners. I thought it was just you two. No. 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 Everybody reclines. Pretty much the entire plane reclines. Give your back a break. It does nothing but ruin this flight for the person behind you. (laughs) Eh, Not my problem. Recline, dude. Yeah, right. They'll get over it. They'll get over it. <laughs> this is an interesting study, and uh, granted, it is American, but a lot of the times, what happens down there trickles its way up here. According to a new study, only one quarter of U.S. adults, or twenty-five percent, will have cable TV in just a few years. Damn! Isn't that nuts? Oh, yeah, I would imagine cable companies see like dramatic drops every year. Like that's insane. Yeah. of U.S. adults subscribe to cable TV right now. Uh, And this survey found that that number will drop to 25% within the next five years. Hmm. 25% of adults say they will have cable for a few years. The highest concentration is adults over the age of 65. Now, the shift away from traditional TV towards streaming uh, is where everybody's going, obviously. Well, yeah. With uh, cable... Uh, does everyone, ha- anyone who has cable right now, do you still have that included landline? Because I'm just, I'm thinking of all the people that we know that have My cable. My parents do. Yeah, they have the landline. Yeah. Like, they just got the whole package. They got the whole deal. Mm-hmm. Do you still have to pay for the landline now? Oh, yeah, probably. Because that should just be free as like, oh, thank you for still having cable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Every now and then I get a phone call and they try to sell me cable and a landline. I'm like, do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> you called me on my cell phone. Yeah. Why right? would I need a landline? Haley, do you want to go backwards in life? Are they still, they're still calling people for landlines. <laughs> oh yeah. I get called about once a month. They ask me if I want a landline. Once a really? month? Really? Yeah. And I'm like, please stop calling me. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> Ever since you bought that uh, house, hey? They're like, put a landline in it. Oh yeah. No. yeah. You get flyers in your door. Uh, do we even have a phone jack in the, in our condo? Uh, I took it out. Is that how phones work? They go in like a jack. Oh my god! I've never like. <laughs> I'm too. I'm too young for landlines. <laughs> you must have grown up with one, though. No. Yeah, but I never set it up. I didn't like pull back the little thing to see how it was plugged in. I thought you just like plugged plugged it in like yeah, a TV. I'm just, yeah, we don't yeah, do we have, have a jack? No, in we here? have network cable plugins. Yeah, right? we don't have a phone jack here. So like you never see them. Yeah, and the phone system here is a big digital network. Yeah, it's online. Yeah, and so there's no like plugs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, you've never plugged a phone in. No, wow. never. Yeah, the little tiny like 
uh, prong thing that you stick in the wall. Is it similar to the like the hardline cable? It's similar to like a network cable. Yeah. Yeah, but it's smaller. Oh. And you stuff it in the, the little box on do, the wall. Do you have the jacks for it around your house? I think so. Yeah, well, you, you totally probably would. should. I'm like, oh, what's that? Yeah. You paint over it. Every house is still <laughs> built with some some form of it. Wowzers. Oh, yeah. And in the condo, I just took it out. I'm like, yeah. Oh, God. I, we will never use it. I didn't it. want to look at another plate on the wall. Yeah. Get rid yeah. of it. I get it. Because right? mm-hmm. it was right on the counter. I'm like, I don't want to stare at that. Yeah. So I took that out and then put the backsplash, covered that up. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that was really interesting is they found that uh, in the, in this study that if you're watching programming on your phone, so for example, like if you're watching YouTube TV or whatnot, mm-hmm. you're most likely to watch it on your TV at home as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not just on your phones or your tablets anymore. Oh, yeah. Like you're also, like you're not just watching Netflix on your phone or on your tablet you're watching it on your TV you're not just watching YouTube on your phone mm-hmm. you're now sitting at home turning on YouTube and, and well, even, finding something to watch even uh, the TV because the TV every TV every smart TV has a million apps uh, they have like TikTok apps so you don't even need to watch TikTok on your phone anymore fire yeah, it up can, on your TV you can watch it on your TV mm-hmm. YouTube by the way has a greater reach than any other streaming platform it reaches 87% of adults Mm-hmm. And 97% of those are 25 to 34 years old. Yeah. 90% of Generation Z and Millennials now say that they watch YouTube on their televisions at home. Mm-hmm. Look at this. It's not just for uh, young peeps, too. It says, uh, guys, we have the landline package, but never use it. We are seniors. And as soon as our contract is up, we're doing away with cable in the landline. We're just keeping the Internet. There you go. And that's seniors, too. So are people just waiting for their contracts to be up? Because oh, getting maybe. out of a cable contract. ugh, yeah, that sucks, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This text here says, Haley, stop talking. I just aged 60 years in one minute. <laughs> I just had uh, Brad called in and asked me how old I was. Brad, he's uh, feeling some type of way this morning. Yeah, right? He's like, how have you never plugged a phone into the wall? Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Oh, oh man. Oops. <laughs> yeah, and at the cabin, I got rid of all the phone yeah, jacks, Yeah, we don't too. have phone jacks there either. Yeah. This text here says, guys, we have Twitch, a Twitch app on our smart TV. Oh, yeah. We watch twitch there all the time yeah the smart tvs that's that's the way to go yeah we've got an apple tv and we hayden watches youtube on our tv all the time yeah, yeah. and if uh, if you have like an older tv with the hdmi plug-in just get the fire stick got everything yeah. on yeah sandy that's pretty crazy mm-hmm. uh, another one here says guys we took away our daughter's cell phone and got a landline she was pissed oh my god wow. she probably picked it up she's like what is this <laughs> Hello. Uh, <laughs> Crash is currently holding his mouse up to his. <laughs> <laughs> Which I feel like we should move on from a mouse too, right? This feels archaic. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know what you could use. And a lot of people want to know how you watch Oilers games without cable. Sportsnet app. Sportsnet app. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can Which watch it. You can stream great. it. It's uh, I, I, in years past, people have said it was a little shoddy. This year, uh, the last two years has been fantastic. Like yeah. for uh, dropping out and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't had a problem with it. No. So I, I don't know. I thought that stat was a little interesting. Again, it is American, um, but, um, you know, that seems well, to trickle up here. Yeah. Looking at all the all the texts coming in here. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, like I said, are just waiting for their contracts to be up and then they're canceled. Wow. That's nuts. It's crazy how things change. Hey, 
Well, it changes so fast. Yeah, it does. All right, I hope they release the 911 audio of this eventually because uh, this is entertaining. Someone in Altoona, Pennsylvania was in a car wash this month. The coin-operated kind. You know where you wash like your own car? Mm-hmm. The, the, I think they're their wand coin. Wash. The yeah. wand wash, yeah. While they were there, some guy hopped in the driver's seat of their truck and tried to steal it. Oh, God. I guess you never think about that, eh? Because usually the car's unlocked at the car wash. Yeah, and you're walking and you're around washing, it. If you're washing on the back side of the car or the passenger side, someone could totally just slip in. Yeah. Hmm. Well, this dude's name is Jason. He's 25. And he hopped in while they weren't looking and they tried to drive off. But the person who owned the truck heard the engine start, ran to the passenger side door and yanked Jason out of the truck. Now, this is why we wish I would, there was some audio. The owner of the truck held Jason down and forced him to call 911 on himself. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh that's golden. Cops showed up, of course, and arrested him. He's due in court next week mm-hmm. for the charges. Oh, that is great. I thought you were going to say you opened the passenger door with the wand and went. Oh, and sprayed and, him and sprayed the guy. It wets your vehicle, but or you at least threaten him with it. Be like one more move, bucko. And then, because if you get hit with that pressure washer like that, that'll hurt. Stingies, yeah, ouch. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. pull your eyelids back. It would, but I think most people aren't going to spray the inside of their car. That's true. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. You had a weird thing in a car wash. Well, I I went to a, it was a uh, touchless. I mapped it out and I thought it was the the regular one that I went to. It was not. But I'm like, nah, when in Rome, let's do this. And I pull up and I pay and this guy comes out. He's like the crypt keeper. And he's like, do you want a receipt? And I'm like, uh, no, I'm good. All right. And it's like, beep, boop, beep, boop, waiting for me to go in. And then he's like, do you want a goodie bag? What? And I'm like, a goodie bag? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm good. And he points. And right beside the what machine, there was to? a box. There was bags with like pamphlets and stuff hanging out of them. And he's like, are you sure? I have a lot of goodie bags. I'm like, no, I don't. I'm good. I roll my window up. I'm like, yeah. Ugh. So I pull into the car wash. He follows me in. Into the car wash? Yeah, yeah. And it's spraying water. And I'm like, what are you doing, old man? And I'm like, ah, the machine's going to eat him up. He walks beside my truck and he just looks into my windows all slowly. Was he getting wet? Oh, yeah. He's being sprayed because it was already hitting the front of my vehicle. Yeah, it's, and it's like whoosh, in there. Whoosh, whoosh. And he's getting soaking wet and he looks inside my window and then he points at my mirror and I'm like, uh, I give him a thumbs up and then he, uh, pu- he uh, closed my mirror. Oh, you had your mirrors left out. Oh, yeah. It's a touchless wash. Don't touch my truck. Except the crib keeper came in and touched it. Did and he- then he continued walking through the water. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> and then he disappeared and he, then he continued watching me from behind the glass. Was he wearing like logo? Did he work there? Oh, I hope so. What was in the goodie bag? Did you take a goodie I bag? I didn't take a goodie bag. Should the- I have taken a goodie bag? I've never been greeted at the entrance to the car wash. Yeah. What would a car wash goodie bag be? From the Crypt Keeper. I have no idea. Like, guys, he looked weird. I'll bet he was Very like weird. coupons and gum. Maybe. I can't. And would he have charged me for the goodie bag? I don't think so. He sounds like a decent guy who's helping <laughs> with your mirrors. <laughs> it's just so weird seeing him follow me in. I'm like, buddy, what are you doing? <laughs> I've never seen it. It'd be weird just seeing someone at the entrance. Yeah. Like talking to you. I've had a few people come up. Really? I've yeah. had someone come up to me too at a Because a lot a of times, wash. like the, the touchless ones where you just pay right at that little machine. Yeah. A lot of times the machine's broken. Oh, the or machines it's, are always yeah. faulty. So someone always comes out and it's like, beep, boop, beep, boop. And it's not working. But yeah, this guy was just weird. I was already paid, cleared up, the door opened. Yeah. And he's standing there. 
very bizarre. Yeah, weirdo. <laughs> Here's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. I want to know about the craziest thing that happened to you at a car wash. Mm. Um, by the way, the number one thing that people say happened to them at a car wash is someone snaking their their wash. Oh, wash thieves? What do you mean snaking the wash? As in you don't leave the car wash. Mm. You're getting a double dose? So you get a double dose. That, that works? Yeah, you steal a wash. I, I've just never, like when it says drive out slowly, you just stay there? That's what and I thought. And then a whole wash will start up again? A pair, I thought I was under some con- like misconception yeah. that you had to leave the car wash. Well, yeah, I thought the car wash will only activate once you leave no. and then someone crosses that door. Well, you can hear it fire up behind you as you're hitting the dryers. Well, yeah, sometimes. There, there's one in the West End, remember that one? Where... Yeah. They run it, it, tight. it brings another car behind you. An uncomfortable amount of space is between the two of us. Like Where while I've, you're drying, I've driven off the track because yeah. I'm like, oh, you're gonna hit me. Don't get me wrong. A second wash sounds opulent. Yeah, but have you ever needed one? Well, sometimes no. they don't clean 100, percent but you don't know until you're done. Yeah, that's you'd never know if the second yeah. wash was even needed. Uh, Crazy Connect says the people that tick me off are the ones that force their way into the car wash while you're still drying. Oh. That was like that one in the West End that crashed. Like, yeah. I don't know if they, for- it was just the way that it, the mechanics on it worked. Yeah, like, it, it, ch- chance, I, I would imagine that a car would never, like, smash into the back of you, but it brings it, like, when you're at the drying, yeah. you it have brings to, it very close you, to you. You have to get your wheel on a track. Oh, it's one of those ones. Yeah. It's one of those. That's why. Through. So it's not people coming up on their own mm-hmm. under your butt. You, you put your wheel in the track. And, and then, then the track is you. pulling you. I'm not a fan of the track, but I do like a tight turnaround. Yeah. So summer lines can be unbearably long. Oh, yeah. Some car washes take forever. Yeah. But yeah, that one in the West End, because you're drying and you're like, do-do-do, and you see the car, the headlights behind you, they disappear in the in the uh, chamois and stuff. Yeah. All of a sudden, the chamois open up, and the cars are like, ah! <laughs> so I floor it, and I jump the track and get out of there. <laughs> you're right. You don't want to see that surprise in the chamois. No, no. You don't. Have you ever been in a car accident in a uh, in a car wash? Yeah. Mm. I got stuck last winter. Oh. What do you mean? They uh the way that the people were coming out of the the car wash at the end of the wa- the dryer yeah, yeah. was building ice buildups. Yeah. And I had to get out of my car and push it to oh. get out of the car. Oh, cuz it wouldn't go over the ice chunk. Cuz I have a front wheel drive car and it just didn't have enough power to get over that oh, little bump. Oh no. And I could see the guy behind me in the automatic wash just watching me try to push my car through cuz yeah, yeah. he can't go through till I'm out. Yeah, it wouldn't uh, let him in. Oh, it was horrible. Oh. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine some people have driven off the track cuz some of them like they have the metal bars on the floor. Has anyone just driven over them? Oh, I'm sure it's happened. <laughs> I'm sure it's happened. I don't know if a lot of places track anymore. Well, the I, one I went to was full track. Was it really? One was like, grr, grr, and then the crib keeper is watching. Oh, I will man. never go back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is the strangest thing that's happened to you in a car wash? Has someone stolen a car wash out from under, under you? Mm-hmm. Did you get into an accident in a car wash? Did you get stuck in a car wash? Crash was offered goodie bags yesterday. Yeah. Have you ever been offered a goodie bag? <laughs> that's right. Give us a shout. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're talking about the craziest thing that's happened or that you've seen happen in a car wash. Anyone have like the actual car wash break on their vehicle? 
Like uh, a yeah, like a, any, any sort of mechanics. Yeah, if, if if you're in a brush one, like has a whole brush fell on your hood. No name on this text says my wife was in a car wash. Mm-hmm. It's the style that you guys were talking about that has a track and pulls you through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The truck in front of her was a commercial vehicle that had a road sign in their box. <gasps> the sign got caught up in the brush. Oh my god! And began swinging around. <sighs> now my wife was in the track, and like you guys were saying, it pulls you so close. It's like Final Destination. <laughs> the sign beat the crap out of her car. Oh no! He says, try to explain that one to an insurance company. When anytime you enter any sort of car car wash, as it's pulling you in, there's all the warning signs. It's like we're not liable for any damage. You're like, yeah. like no. <laughs> as your car's getting yeah. beat up. Unlike the brushless one or the uh, brush ones too. Like my truck has a antenna on the hood. Yeah. Like I see the the brushes just grab my antenna. It goes forward. And then it flings back. I'm just waiting for it to hit my windshield and put a big crack in it. What if you're uh, working at the car wash? Yeah. There must be security cameras inside there, right? Oh, yeah. Or is there like an attendant who can watch your car as it goes through? I would imagine so. Because I'd imagine some people must take advantage of that little seclusion time. Oh, yeah. And just oh, sit there God. and watch. Oh, well, just oh, I get it. A couple oh. inside the car. I guess, yeah. Maybe a fella by himself. Oh, jeez. You would got you be, like two and a half minutes. Would you be able to see much, though, through all the... The suds? The suds and foam and the soap? Probably not. Because I guarantee it happens. Although occasionally, like with uh, the quick rinse between uh, soaping... Right. You would get a the quick shot. Clear. You're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, God, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then the rainbow comes back <laughs> down no! on it. <laughs> I'm only going to wand washing because you got to be out of your car. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord oh yeah uh, 780-489-4669 did something weird go down in a car wash for you uh, Brandon uh, what happened to you in a car wash hey so actually it's funny that Mars just said she's only going to go to wand washes now because um, I got a story for a wand wash oh sure yeah yeah so I was up in working up in Fort McMurray and I took the truck for a for a wash at the at the wand wash yeah and this homeless guy dots in right Right in the middle, right in the center grate of the whole car wash. He pulls his pants down and starts taking a dump. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. never and good. Then, no, and then when he was done, he walked into an occupied bay <gasps> with his pants still down, and he grabbed some paper towel and wiped his butt right there, right next to the guy that was washing his truck. Oh, no. Oh. Was he yeah. looking for, like, a spritz on the paper towel so he can, like, clean it? I don't think he was hoping yeah, for a bidet. That's exactly what he, no, exactly what he was looking for. He was, he was looking for to, paper towel to wipe, to his, wipe his butt. butt. And he found, he found some yeah. and wiped his butt right next to the guy that was washing his truck uh, in that bay. Yeah. Well, there you go, Mars. Uh, the wand wash. Oh, gosh, I got to go to, like, Bubbles or some sort of, like... Some detail. Yeah, there you go. I got to get fancy. Yeah, you go fancy. I got to get fancy now. Yeah, pay pay the big bucks. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, just to avoid that. Okay, thanks, Brandon. (laughs) No problem, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, you too, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. What a sight. What a sight. What a sight. Do you, if you see that going down, do you just find your own stall and just continue washing? I, I think so, yeah. You keep your eyes forward at the car wash. Yep. I'd imagine, too, that as far as, like, stray twos go, uh, not the worst place to have one. Well, no, you just shove it in the grate. Yeah. You just wash it away. Right? The soaps and everything in there, the chemicals oh, will break, break it down. down. Oh, yeah. And it just goes tumbling into the drain. So if I'm wand washing my car and I see that, do I then just give blow, the, it in, yeah. blow it in the grate? Give a little spray in that yeah. area? Yeah, help out a fellow man. Like, I got you, buddy. Blow it into the grate. Ugh.
Whistle twice when you're done. Yeah. Hopefully it's not wider than the grate. Then you're good luck. Well, that's high pressure though. Like those. Well, I break it down. You're gonna yeah. cut it in half. <laughs> Slice through that thing like a hot bite. Oh, no. It would, though, yeah, yeah. when you think about it. Um, Aubrey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Uh, what went down in a car wash for you? Okay, so I have um, a Ford Escape, so okay. like a small SUV. Yeah. And I drove into the automatic car wash. It started up. Yeah. And then... All of a sudden, my trunk started opening. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I have no idea how it happened. Oh, no. <laughs> and I had a minor freak out. Um, the water was in the front of the car, but it was heading back. Yeah. And I was able to get it closed. It was one of those panics where I didn't even know where the button was to close it. Oh, okay. Oh, so you were able to close it with a button. You didn't have to run out quickly and slam it? No, I was able to use the button just, just like on the front console. Yeah, yeah. But I had a, a panic attack for sure. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> was it a, a touchless as well, or did it have the, br- the brushes? It had brushes. Oh, so it would have ripped your trunk lid right off. Yeah, it would have been <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Holy you know, cow. Like, so I lost the trunk in the car wash. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I wonder Another why it. Tech. I wonder why it opened up. Just the water on it, or probably the humidity know, in there on the touch a, sensor or something. Yeah, it has the sensors. Yeah. Um, like, like the kick sensor and stuff. So I don't oh. know something like that. Or yeah, the underwater sprayer was probably intense enough where it was like a a foot touched it. Yeah, oh. something like that. I have no idea, but luckily. We were safe. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think mind. about that. Yeah. yeah. What a great story. Thanks, yeah. Aubrey. Thanks, Aubrey. Yeah, have a great day, you okay. guys. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Like, uh, how how terrifying would that be? And what do you do if you're in one of those car washes that's automatic? You're not wand washing. Well, luckily oh. for her, she had a button to close it. Imagine if you didn't have a button. What do you do? You just let it go. You let it be. Or do you look, and if a sprayer is at your hood, I think you, you take quickly get out, yeah. run, slam, get back in. Huh. There is that weird part of your body that wants you to do that. Yeah. Sort of that, what, what is that called? Like the call, the call of the void. Call, call of the, the void. void. Yeah. Yes. That wants that window down. That's true. That wants to see if you can run around the car before the water gets back to your side. Yeah. You can always go in the, the back seat, open the back door. Although your car might automatically lock. <laughs> <laughs> or if you, um, if you leave your um, uh, sunroof open. Yes. Right? You kind of want to open that up, oh, see what yeah, happens. Yeah. yeah, big time. Yeah. Um, Paul's hanging on. Hey, Paul. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. Hi. Uh, your boss uh, wrecked something in a car wash, right? Yeah. So I was working for this company, and there's two bosses, and the one was buying the other one out. So on the last day, the one that was getting bought out decided I'm going to go wash the truck before I hand it in. Yeah. So he took his service truck through a car wash. But he had a ladder rack on it. <gasps> he ended up ripping the ladder rack, the car wash wands, those oh. big spinning wheels, and oh. everything right off. Yeah. Oh, he took it through uh, one of the brush ones. Oh, it, it just got jammed and just totally wrecked everything. <laughs> Did he forget? He just forgot that the ladder was back there? Oh, I guess so. He's just a dummy. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it on the day when you're supposed to hand over the vehicle, too. Of course. Uh, okay, thanks, Paul. Thanks, hand Paul. over the vehicle and a $10,000 repair bill. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy the business. <laughs> okay, thanks, buddy. Thanks, Paul. Have a good one. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, you've got to watch what's in your what's in your trucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because us car people, we don't really have to worry about that. Well, even uh, I've taken your uh, your car with the Thule on through a car wash. 
I haven't taken it through a brush though, just touchless. Just the hold up. Yeah. It's okay. okay. It holds up good. I don't know how it can handle a brush, but if you do like the the hand wash, like the bubbles, like it's that's like that's they got a they got a, a crew uh. washing your vehicle by hand. Yeah. Are you in the vehicle while they do it? No. You you toss them the keys. Yeah. And take like care if of you it. take it to Cupid's. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you toss them the. Yeah. Keys. You you stand and you watch like in the mm-hmm. window. There, it's like a waiting room. Yeah. And you watch your car go like by. A delivery room. Yeah. Yeah. It's mine. Yeah. When it's you, on a track. Oh. Yeah. It goes through a track it's, and they're climbing all over your car as it's moving. Yeah. So oh. it moves yeah. slowly and it goes from person to person. Like an assembly line. Yeah. yeah, yeah of cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. At least at Cupid's it does. I don't know about Bubbles. I think Bubbles does. does yeah. It? The one in the West End totally does. Yeah, it just goes on a track, and then and at you get the to end, watch the show. Yeah, 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 it's really and eat a hot dog. <laughs> yeah, you can eat a hot dog. <laughs> Good job, Isaac. <laughs> um, Heidi, how you doing today? <laughs> I'm good. How are you guys? Doing fantastic. Uh, you ended up getting stuck in the car wash? Yes. So I should preface the story by yeah. saying that we bought a truck from a dealership here in the city. Yeah. And they threw in a car wash package because they had their own car wash nice. there. Yeah. Um, but my husband lifted his truck so it no longer fits in their car wash. Okay. I have an SUV. It fits in their car wash. Okay. So I decided to take it to get a car wash, and I got stuck. How did you get stuck in there? Like, it just stopped working? It didn't even turn on. The door's closed, and there is no exit door. The only way to get in <laughs> is through the code to get in. Oh, and no. I'm out. Yeah, so I kind of started to drive thinking if I drive forward, the door will automatically open. Yeah. No, that wasn't the case. Yeah, there was no so sense. Yeah, so I reversed to the other door, it didn't open. At this point, my heart is just racing. I'm like, how the hell am I getting out of here? Yeah, yeah. So I ended up remembering hey, there's a customer service, charge desk at this dealership. So I called them, and I'm like, I'm stuck in the car wash. Okay, we'll send someone right away. Yeah. I swear, it was like 20, 25 minutes. I was stuck in there waiting for somebody. Oh, man. That sucks. Was that a Ford dealership? No, it's a Dodge. Oh, the Dodge one. Oh, yeah, because Ford has, like, their quick uh, little car wash. They do. I use it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a handy one. Oh, that sucks. Being stuck for, like, 20 minutes in there. What a freaking drag. All right. Okay, thanks for sharing that, Heidi. I don't go there anymore now. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. Yeah, forget that free car wash. Okay, take care. (laughs) Bye. Okay, bye-bye. This this is the Crash and Mars Podcast. All right, you know you, that you guys are getting old when the bands that you grew up with start popping up on the local classic rock station. Oh. Um, are you ready to accept, we're going to go through a list here for you, that the following artists now belong to the genre classic rock? Oh, no. It is I'll funny. See, I'll see what you guys think. I'll go through the list yeah. and you guys can say yay or nay. I know it's not, uh, it's not classic rock-esque, yeah. but it is funny Slipknot was in town over the weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, watching, uh, we were having some dinner and initially we're like... What's happening downtown? Because <laughs> you see, like everyone, like done yeah. up. Oh, I loved it. I was like, my my goth crowd. They have arrived. Yeah, a whole group of people in Slipknot masks and everything. Yeah, and you can see people in the restaurant being like, "What is happening here?" Yeah, I'm like, right, Slipknot. right. Yeah, the couple beside us is like googling it, and she's like, "Not fest is happening. What's that?" 
like Slipknot lady. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Well, I'm going to go through these artists, and all you guys have to do is just say a simple yay or nay, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see what a poll said. Are you ready? Let's start with this one. Number one, Green Day. Yeah, that falls yeah. into classic rock. Yeah. So? Years, yeah. yeah. Haley. Oh yeah. Green Day's class. Well, of course for Haley. Super it is. classic. Yeah. Super classic. Yeah. Eighty-five uh, percent of people said no. They refused they to refused. admit. <laughs> Only fifteen percent of people said yes. Green Day is now considered classic rock. Eighty uh-huh. percent are living in denial. <laughs> Yo, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Nirvana. Classic. I mean, yeah. I, I, guess I don't want it to be, but it is. It's classic. If we're yeah. just going based on like years, yeah. I guess, yeah. Right. It'd have to be. Sixty-two percent of people said yes. Nirvana is now considered classic rock. Thirty-eight mm. percent said no. Mm. It's like Bleach debuted like in the eighties. Yeah, it's like yeah. They did. Eighty-nine. Yeah. You too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Gross. Ugh. Get rid of that. Fifty-six percent of people said no. Why? I don't know. Is it because they were able to pump out like a? I guess some current albums. Maybe it doesn't rock hard enough. Yeah, I don't know. Or yeah, maybe because they they didn't stop. Yeah, they just kept going. They just kept going. Yeah, every couple of years, new mm-hmm. album. What about you, Haley? U two is classic rock to you. Yeah. Okay. I remember when they the, the only thing that I think about when I hear U two is when they put all their music on everybody's uh, Apple Music. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh right. And I was pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Get that off my phone. Like old people music. All righty. <laughs> uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're old as hell, too. It's classic. But... I think Anthony Kiedis is going to be 60 this year. Oh, my God, no. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they're doing it in the 80s. They, yeah. yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But they're pumping out albums. Yeah. But the 80s was 40 years ago. Oh, I know. my God. Here's yeah. the thing. 73% of people said no. Mm. Red Hot Chili Peppers is not classic rock. I think you just don't want them to oh, be. You I can th- see there's no rhyme or reason to this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think a lot of these people are living in denial. Because, okay. yeah, if you're going to age, then yeah, 100% classic rock. Metallica. Oh, yeah. It's classic. That's classic rock. Yeah, I, I guess... Yeah, they're the 80s too. But what is, I'm thinking now, like, what, what is classic rock? Is it just time past or is it like a thing? Or is, is it, it a its sound? own thing? Like it's, is it a sound? Is it Aerosmith? You know no, what I mean? Is it a sound? Yeah, like Marzi said. No, but you can, uh, there's classic rock bands that, that rocked too, right? Well, there mm-hmm. is. But that's just it. Is like the Chili Peppers aren't, uh, they don't sound like yeah, a classic rock but band. They're old. Yeah. Like they don't sound like Zeppelin and they don't sound like. A little CCR. So yeah. That's why 73% of people are saying no. Mm. Mm. But with Metallica, 59% of people said yes, they're a mm. classic rock band now. Mm-hmm. Sublime. Uh. No, no, who? not really. Not what? really. What? So who? Sublime? You know, Santeria? You know damn well I don't who. practice Santeria. Oh, yeah. I well, ain't well, got no hits. crystal ball. Classic hits. <laughs> That's a classic. <laughs> well, because, yeah, you've been, uh, yeah. these two radio stations have killed it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, 90% of people say no. And I'm wondering if it's because um, Sublime doesn't sound like classic Maybe. rock. Yeah. Yeah, this is Ska's timeless. Yeah. Ska. <laughs> yeah, Ska's it's, it's timeless. just in its own own era. Doing time. Smoke two blunts, really? Right. Come on in. Ride into the street. <laughs> Light me up that cigarette and I'll strap shoes on my feet. Terry's <laughs> wincing. She's like classic rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds old. Got to oh. find a reason why my money's all gone. I got a Dalmatian, and I can still get high. Oh no! I can play the guitar like a mother. 
For Haley, please smoke two joints. That's a Haley song. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Have you yeah, heard here this we go. song? Ooh. I don't think so. It's oh, a great really? song. Brennan Durell. Yeah. They got a big long intro he, on it. He describes your day. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Oh, here we go. More than two. <laughs> yeah. You got to fire this up on your uh, patio when you get home. <laughs> you can hear the bong rip in there. Yeah. There we go. In the morning, <laughs> I smoke two joints at night. Night, I smoke two joints in the afternoon. It Everything alright. I smoke two joints in time of peace and two in time of war. I smoke two joints before I smoke two joints and then I smoke two more. <laughs> I used to be cool, Haley. Yeah. First, you should have the sleep tattoo. <laughs> I used to be awesome. Yeah, right? <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. Like, you got to dig into Sublime here. They're right up your alley. Oh, yeah. Haley, you They're would love Sublime. Hell. Yeah. Is that what I'm doing today then? Yeah. Yep. You're going to smoke a couple joints and you're going to listen to all the Sublime. <laughs> yeah. Sold. Done. Haley. <laughs> 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 this text here says, guys, my daughter called CNC Music Factory oldies. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that has been around for a long time. I'll go through a few more here on my list because I'm not quite done. Mm. Uh, Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. Now, he does. He's old and he's got a bit of a classic rock sound. Yeah. yeah. Anything, I guess, like really guitar based? Maybe is that the criteria? I'm guessing. But get this. 81% of people said no. Lenny Kravitz is not <laughs> classic rock. Really? But like, are you going to go my way? Yeah. Like, that's a classic rock sounding song, isn't it? Yeah. American Woman. Well, that's a, that's well, a, re- a classic, that was rock. A classic yeah. rock song. Yeah, that sounds like classic rock to me. Yeah. To me, too. Yeah, you got that. This one. Yes, classic yeah, rock. Away, yeah. 70s arena rock, it almost feels like. Yeah. I love this song. Yeah. That's Lenny? Yeah, we used to play some Lenny. It's got a seal feel to me. Seal? Just like a dragonfly. Oh, there he is. Yeah. It's got that echoey sort of breathy. Yeah. I fly from the trees over the sea. Lenny doesn't have a seal, though. Lenny's got a freaking workout. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Lenny's <laughs> <that's, that's, laughs> <that's, laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, no, this is classic. I love this song. It's a great song. Yeah, Lenny's Lenny's fifty-seven. He's fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Wow. He looks like that at fifty-seven. Lenny looks good. Lenny's aged well. Damn. Yeah. Great. Blink one eighty-two. Oh my god. Yay or nay for classic rock? I would like to say nay. My tattooed self, nay. <laughs> oh, just sits in your heart, hey? Blink yeah, 182. I just, I just love it. Yeah, no, that's a no. It's, it's for classic everybody. rock. Yeah, no, they can't They can't be classic they're, rock. They're classic rock. No. 92% of people said yes, classic rock. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get how Lenny Kravitz is not classic, but then Blink 182 is. I don't know. I don't get it. Travis mm. Barker's still doing it. He's actually like in doing it well. Yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's still active. Yeah. Still producing, playing. Uh, I think a no-brainer here, Guns N' Roses. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 80% of people said yes. Pearl Jam. Yeah. <laughs> Pearl Jam? Yeah, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam? Mm-hmm. I guess, sure. 55% of people said no. 45% of people said yes, it's classic. So we'll almost split right down the middle. We are listening to some Pearl Jam over the weekend. We were. Uh, old stuff, I would, uh, the really old stuff, I would say no, not classic rock. The newer just sounds classic rock. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Right? I agree. Because they're old now. Have you guys listened to Classic Rock lately? 
What are they? Uh, what is the cutoff now? Are they still spinning? Because I feel like classic rock stations saying the same classic rock that I, they were twenty five years I ago. I think like uh, the true classic rock stations never wanted to dabble in the nineties. Yeah. No, because they were worried about. I, I, they don't want to get to that. I've grunge. been in meetings about this yeah. when I worked at a classic rock station. They didn't want to offend their classic rock listeners because there was such a difference between like grunge yeah. and the sound of classic rock. So like if you were jamming out to like you know like Zeppelin and to and Rolling threw, Stones, yeah. Nirvana probably wasn't a good vibe for you. You don't throw Soundgarden in the mix. Which you should because like Soundgarden is is Soundgarden classic rock? Oh, probably. They're they're heavier than Pearl Jam and Nirvana. Yeah. Like probably. But but yeah, like a full classic rock station. Yeah, they don't want to dabble in that. But does like Jesus Christ pose go flow nicely with it flows nicely into nothing. Yeah. It's <laughs> a very hard song. Just, <laughs> it's a great song. Yeah. But it doesn't really, yeah. You're I, get, right. I get what you're saying, though. It you is too I mean? different. It's wild because they were still, classic rock was playing the same st- music when that 90s stuff came on as like yeah. alternative. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now if you still liked, you know, your, uh, your Boston when you're listening in 1992 when Nirvana broke, yeah. you still yeah. like Boston now, but do you also like Nirvana now for some reason? I don't, I don't know. know. I doubt it. And you're right. Like, can Boston flow into like Spoon Man or Black yeah. Hole Sun? Yeah. I don't know. Because uh, we have a buddy, he's like a full classic rocker, yeah. and we'll play some of our music for him, and he's like, ugh, what is this? <laughs> Your music, like current music? No, no, like, well, a, like 90s. Like 90s stuff. Yeah, oh, 90s all right, stuff. All right. Even some new music. Uh, he's new not a stuff. fan. Yeah. No. Doesn't jive. Hmm. No, he's not, so. Well, well there you go. <sighs> We're old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Haley just confirmed it. <laughs> this is kind of a funny story. Nearly two dozen sea lions decided to head on over to a Atlantic salmon farm over the weekend on oh, Vancouver no. Island. And guess who's not leaving? Smart. The two dozen sea lions. Mm-hmm. A conservation group uh, was notified by the break-in by a whale watching group on Sunday. Oh, British Columbia. And they've been observing the California sea lions ever since. Apparently, uh, the farm has had ongoing challenges with sea lions since March the 23rd. Um, Concerns are if the sea lions don't leave on their own, they will either, quote, stay or just return every year and come back. Like, they're getting right in there. Look at the photo that I'm posting here. Mm. (laughs) Mmm. They're right in, like, the netting area and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, look at these guys. Why would they leave? Yes, yeah, they literally rolled into Buffet it was Royale. A bu- they bu- it's Buffet Royale. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh my God, you fishies can't get away. <laughs> yeah, I know they can't go anywhere. Look at these guys. Just a slaughter in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are salmon prices going to go up now? Uh, I'm not sure. Because I would imagine these sea lions can eat a lot. By the way, in 2016, when this happened, they shot and killed all the sea lions. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh. Well, that oh. took a turn. Jeez. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Just bring, just bring that down a little bit. A uh, fun salmon feast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's not good. No. no, that's not good at all. Did they, how did they get in? Probably I, through the ocean. Yeah. I think they were just like swimming around and then they no, were like, what's this? There's like so much netting around there because you got to keep the salmon in. So how did, uh, how did the sea lions get in from the out? Maybe from the land side? Because they, they can head up on the right. Land. Oh, Because the nets go like right down because you can't let the salmon escape. You mustn't, right? Apparently, they were concerned. Um, they were trying to scare the sea lions out of the pen, so they were banging off like large gunshot sounds mm-hmm. every three minutes. Mm. Um, and the sea lions didn't give a f about that. Well, yeah, they're in the water. 
Yeah, yeah. It attempts to deter the sea lions and remove them from the net pens with least harm to the animals is under some sort of consultation right now. They're trying to figure it out. Is this going to change the uh, taste of the salmon? Because now I'm going to be eating stressed out salmon. No, I think you're going to be eating uh, no salmon. Because <laughs> or this will be that like that tuna with a bit of dolphin in it. Because there is now sea lion chum in the water. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of uh, uh, massacring the sea lions, riddling them with bullets, why don't we bring them to the mall? We love sea lions here. Yeah, capture them. Put we them in a net. Why don't we just trank them, net them out, and, mm. and put them out in the ocean? They'll come back. They're too smart. We got to put them in the mall. We have to cage them. Mm. Was that um, was that a sea lion that we were at looking at at the Vancouver? Oh, in Vancouver. Uh, yeah, that's, it was a big boy. He was majestic. Yeah, he was a really. <laughs> Let me get a photo for you. This sea lion. It's probably um, the best photo I've ever taken. Like he was, the sea lion was really feeling himself, and he he was a big boy. Yeah. Ray, there was no like show going on or anything. There was nothing like that. He, we were just walking around the um, the aquarium, and he happened to be chilling on his own. And so we were watching, and guys, he he pooped on the side of the of the deck to the water. Yeah, and it was like the most disgusting thing. It wasn't like a little poop. It wasn't it a was little one. Explosion. It was a sea lion explosion. And this is Crash's greatest picture ever? No, 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 no I didn't no. take a picture oh. of that. No. <laughs> no. Uh, but after he did that, then he walked away from it and went and stood on a platform. Yeah. And then posed oh. for everybody. And like he had his head up high. Crash got pictures of it. It's awesome. He had his head up high. He was moving around. He was showing us his like this like he was kind of doing like a little bit of a spinal twist and yeah. having to look back at us blinking his big eyes everybody was ooing and aahing everybody was applauding yeah. we couldn't believe how awesome the sea lion was there he is oh there he is crash just put a picture up in the I app so majestic boy. look and at this guy it was funny because a He's crowd appeared of everyone's taking photos and then he can feel that the photos are dying down so he's up in the he's got his nose up in the air and then he opens one eye looks at the crowd and then looks again, and then everyone pulls their cameras out again, and then he poses. He put his head back up. Like, this guy knew exactly what he was doing. So we stood there for about 35 minutes, and we were all ooing and awning and applauding this guy. Again, this wasn't during any particular act. No, no, this he was just, just living life. He was just living life at the Vancouver Aquarium. Yeah. He finishes his posing, and everyone's like, oh, are you done, buddy? And he turns to walk away, and he, like, walks over to where he pooped and went, oh. Oh, he wouldn't even touch it. He well. was so grossed out by it. Then he walked around it and made a calling sound like someone come and clean this up, <laughs> to which someone did. It came out with a bucket. Someone oh. came out with a bucket. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a good in there. He's got it so good. <laughs> He's got him wrapped around the fin. <laughs> See, they love being caged. Yeah, it. right? What a good life. <laughs> it was awesome. Look at this. But the, handsome fella. He, yeah. He's a big boy. Big boy or big girl. I don't know. He was feeling himself that day. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Oh, I love the smile on the face. Yeah. He was so cute. <laughs> They're like water dogs. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Totally. This text here says, guys, we went deep sea fishing in Vancouver. Yeah. A sea lion would follow the boat and steal our fish off the hooks. Oh, man. They're oh. sneaky. Yeah. They are sneaky. Mm -hmm. Apparently, okay. there's a sea lion that hangs out in the marina in Cabo. He's always there and he eats all the feed they put out to get fish for the tourists. Oh. <laughs> so he knows what's up. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. So nonetheless, hopefully those sea lions don't get in a ton of trouble. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, hopefully they're able to just move them yeah. nicely. Yeah, yeah, I know. I hope so, too. All right. This is, a, this is kind of a fun story. We've talked before 
about massive food. Remember we had that story in the news about that gigantic pizza oh, that was yeah, over yeah. like 30 pounds? Yeah. Well, right here in the in our own city, uh, we've got a lot of massive food joints here. And I'm going to go through some of them, some of the most popular ones in the city of Edmonton. A, to see if you've had them, and B, to see if you would eat them. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this? Yeah. All right. Uh, apparently, Flirty Bird... Has a hamburger. Well, it's a fried chicken sandwich. Um, and this one is huge. It's called the Doubled Up Sando. And I don't even know. Um, it looks like it's it's only two buns crash, which is good. Mm-hmm. But I think it stands on average about six inches high. Oh, Flirty Bird, that new uh, chicken chain yeah, that came to town? Yeah. Let's see it. Oh, my. That's a huge sandwich. Oh, that's a lot. That's considered a pretty big one. What do you do with that? You this can't it. be the sandwich. Is this, is this oh, what I you're know. talking about? That one? That's the... Yeah, so he the one that he's carrying is a number of them stacked up. But the oh, one okay. beside that's it is the single get. one. Oh, yeah. okay, oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. That makes more sense. Because you that, if you ordered that, like that's like six sandwiches stacked on top of one another. Yeah, that's a lot of that's, meat. There's no possible way you eat that. <laughs> now, share it. Mm-hmm. coming in next at Burger Priest... The Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. This is three buns. So your top, your bottom, your mid, a couple of patties. It's a big stacker. Where are you guys at with three buns? No. I mean, the Big Mac is a classic. It is. But that's not, those buns aren't like your typical, like, burger place buns. You know what I mean? They're a little smaller bun. Mm-hmm. All right. And it's doable. You're, you're all right with it? You, you Cash take won't the, do it. You take a burger like that apart, right? I, mm-hmm. I, I personally don't even like a burger with two patties. It weirds me out. Yeah, I know. You won't eat big, massive foods like no, I, this. No, I don't eat double patty on a burger. No, Burgers not at all. Priest is good. Is it? I've never been there. Yeah, they do And we're burgers. so close to it. <laughs> Check out uh, this burger then here. It's called Da Mammoth Burger. It's done by three foodies. You guys, there's no way. I don't even think Ginge could put, put this one back. Who's it's putting this one down? Uh, this is this is over at that uh, 105th Street Food Hall. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, my. Yes. <sighs> It's like a full pound of bacon in there. I don't even know what I don't even know where to begin with this. Hmm. This is considered one of the biggest burgers. Da Mammoth Burger, three foodies. Oh, that's big. Do you see it there, Crash? Yeah, yeah. This sandwich has pulled pork, roast beef, bacon, four mozzarella sticks in it. Oh my god. That giant pickle on the top. I do like that pickle, but guys, I don't want a pickle slice. Give me the pickle. If you want to go big, oh, I see what you're doing. give me you a full, full pickle. pickle. Oh. Right? Like a sale. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I don't want a shaved pickle. It does, uh, it looks cool, but this one is a stunt, right? Like, you'd have you'd have to pull this one apart. Yeah, that you'd one you, you that, eat with a fork that's and a, Yeah, that's, you've got to utensil that bad boy. It's a salad now. It, it, it would a, have to yeah, be. Yeah, it's a meat salad. Yeah. <laughs> it would have to be. Uh, this pizza over at Versato's Pizza here in Edmonton on the northeast side, it's known as the big one. Oh, is it a thick boy? It's a thick boy. <gasps> they say if you grab one of these monsters, it's one of two available kinds. The big one is a pie that weighs in s- over seven pounds. Oh, my God. Ginge, you like your thick pies. No, I like them no, thin. No, Ginge likes them thin. Oh, I thought you, I thought like you enjoyed it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, I thought you liked the thick pie. Yeah, that is that is a hearty pizza. That's pretty insane. That'd be like those pizzas uh, we were talking about uh, weeks ago. Like the, the they're too thick, and then like your meats just they turn into like deli meat. They well, a, they have a moisture to them sometimes. And I guess this isn't quite a deep dish, but sometimes deep dishes just turn into like lasagna. 
like a mash. I see, like you cut in and you're in the fork, yeah, or the just, knife goes all the way down like a lasagna. Yeah, sauce. It's I like, too much. I like my pizza toppings to get a little crisp. Yeah. I mean, that does look good, though. Oh. Mm. It does look... Six pounds. Look at all that cheese. That's I wonder if lot. it's the cheese that puts the weight on it. Well, it's probably cheese. There's probably a couple layers of meat. Yeah. But they probably use the like uh, sandwich uh, style. Meat, I don't know. The deli meat. I don't know. We've got to try it out. I don't see any crispy pepperonis on top. Could be under the cheese crash. That's true. Uh, by the way, reviews on that pizza. People are saying that it is good. Yeah. And the last one. These were in no particular order, by the way. Over at Leopold's Tavern, or it used to be the Strat, the Punch Bowl Poutine. Mm. <gasps> Have you guys seen this? No. It's legit poutine in a punch bowl. Oh. Like, like oh my god. I know what I'm doing for lunch today. Like it is it's mad. Haley, I don't even think you'd make a dent in it. Oh, I might. This is why I'm sleeping so much. <laughs> Does he pick punch bowl? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Do you see the photo there? Oh my. Oh. Like we we went to Leopold's and got a small poutine. We didn't get the big boy. No. Oh my god. Oh. There we go. I put a picture up in the app. So the punch bowl is on the left. Obviously. Finally, a poutine it. bowl that I can crawl into. Yes, Haley, that's exactly <laughs> it. Nuts. Here's a different photo I'm going to post. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is just to give you uh, how big it is, <gasps> the scale of people beside it. Oh, good. They give you tongs. <laughs> <laughs> but like the bottom is like gravy yeah, it's soup. Like gravy soup. It looks so good. Like I love when this. I, when that comes to the table, you got to mash it up, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or get in because it's getting soft very quick. Oh, my mouth just watered. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, some good looking gravy. Yeah. This is so, a good looking fry too. I'm sure there's a lot more, but there's just some of the massive eats that you can get around the city. Mm-hmm. They do have good fries there. Yeah, they do have good and fries. I am particular about my fries. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right. There is a growing phenomenon in our country about couples being coupled together, but living in separate homes. Oh, I started reading this Did article. you read this? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was really interesting. Yeah. I read it last night. Uh, apparently, people say that this is a really good way to do love. Mm-hmm. So you keep your independence, but you still remain in a loving, committed relationship. Do you have the interview of that uh, old couple? They're... Uh, they've been together for like 40 years, but have never lived together. Yes. Really? Th- yeah, 40 years they've yeah. never lived together. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's a and, long time. And they live like a block away from each other. Yeah. <laughs> Not even next door. No. No. But uh, I'm reading through this thing. Like, it makes sense. It makes total sense. Like, they they have their, their own styles. I and feel like, why would I change it? I feel, too, like if you're in a relationship, like maybe a little bit later in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And you've right? already got your own thing pretty established. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have your own house. You have your own de- decor. Yeah. You have your own routines at home. Because, like, I'm not going to lie. The decor was number two for you. <laughs> <laughs> very high on the list. Like, I'm not I'm not going to lie. But, like, let's say... A lot let, of poofs, Ginger. Let's say, like, let's say something horrible happens to Crash. Like, how horrible? Like... Like he's, like he's gone. But like he's how, gone. Tell me like graphic details. No. <laughs> is it a car thing? Is it a is it a murderer? Uh, let's say it's a murderer. Oh, oh yes. okay, yeah. Let's oh. say it's a murderer. Well, murder. well, at least the house design doesn't change. Yeah, no. We're, okay, so like we're all sad and stuff. Crash has been murdered. Yeah, yeah Crash has been murdered. Oh, okay. and and like, this day or two, we're devastated. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. and and Marzi's back out. You know, like back on, on the air. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's been a day or two. We said 
finally got that solo show she's always wanted. <laughs> My body's still warm. <laughs> no, but let's, let's just say Crash gets murdered. Yeah. And I, um, you know, I, I'm back out on the dating scene or whatever. Uh-huh. And like, I fall in love with a guy. Yeah. I can honestly say, I don't think I'd live with another person. Really? Those Ever days again. are done. Uh-uh. I, I can't say I don't blame you. Because I've seen other people. Is it because I'm that horrible? No, no, not at all. <laughs> Never again. No. Ever. It's, no, it's not because you're horrible at all. I just... You're stuck in your ways. I just... I like my stuff, and I don't know... Like, I would have no problem... Well, no, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say, I would oh have no problem God. falling in love with somebody. Would, would, would it be easier for you to speak if I just went like... Yeah, just put that there. Pretend <laughs> he's not, not there. there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I could probably fall in love I with somebody it. else. Yeah, of course. But I don't think I... Like, if he was like, let's move in together, I'd be like, nah, nah, no. You can, you can be in love without living yeah. together. Yeah. We can be in a... Like, stay... You can stay over on the weekends. Mm-hmm. But go home. It's a crash pad. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think I'd, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. You're in love, a committed relationship. Uh-huh. Uh, how often do you see each other when you don't live together, though? Like, so you're having, like, dates? The couple in this article, they see each other every day. They see each other every day. Like, they'll have dinner at each other's house. They sit, watch TV. Well, that just the seems dude, like a hassle. Then. The dude walks over and uh, kisses her and says goodnight and goes home. Mm. Well, like, I, I, for me, I think that might get a little old. Yeah. I might just yeah. send you a text and be a little later. <laughs> well, then don't come over. Well, like, you can just stay the night then. Like every night, yeah. But not like every night. Like stay the night tonight. And then... And then tomorrow, like I'll probably be out doing stuff. I won't get home till like 7, 8 o'clock. I'll see you to the next day. I'll show up with a casserole. Well, no, you're dead. Get down. Oh, right. <laughs> 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 it's a casserole from the grave. <laughs> Which I would very much appreciate. Yeah, right? Ghost casserole. <laughs> the documentary, though, that this article is written on is called A Partners, a Living Happily Ever Apart. And it's about people who are in a lifetime committed relationship, but they just do it from separate addresses. Mm. And I thought that this was awesome. Uh, and I want to know from you guys, 780-489-4669. Text us, if you like, as well, at 56789. Uh, if you're doing this, just give us a little insight on it. Yeah, if you're actually uh, currently doing this, maybe you just met someone and mm-hmm. it's been like a couple years and you're still living apart. Yeah, like so, uh, there's another couple that they uh, interview in this documentary. They've been together for 23 years, but they don't live in the same address. Huh. I feel like... Mars is really excited about this. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm just trying to. I've never seen her glow like she was. <laughs> One, talking about Crash being violently murdered. And then, two, just uh, being in love but not living with that person. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and I feel like there's excitement uh, because of all the stuff Ginge mentioned, but also um, we're out of renovations. <laughs> so yeah. Mars wants probably me to get a new house. Oh, I see it. So another. And then she can take on the design of my place when it should be my choice. (laughs) 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 I'm I'm thinking that's where the excitement's coming from. No, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm honestly just thinking of like, again, like I was saying, maybe not like a brand new relationship and obviously with little kids, that's not going to work. So maybe it's kind of like a relationship that's for some, maybe like your second or your third relationship. I could totally see it being a second or third. And that's what I mean. Yeah, Yeah. But like realistically, like I like being alone in my place. Uh huh. You like being alone. Yeah, I like I like downtime. Like as much as we love spending time with our partners, there is something really nice sometimes when it's just you. And Mars turns everything on. 
why is music playing when the TV's on and everything's loud? Listen, I'm by myself. Just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean, though? And like, yeah. maybe like, you know, I mean, I, there's pluses, but I feel like isn't there more minuses? Like, could you uh, could you shack up in a in your own place? Yeah, I'd get by. It'd be sad. But you would want somebody living with you? That's it, too. There'd be a weird, like, I feel like disparity between, like, especially, let's say uh, Rachel and the kids are growing. Yep. We're still madly in love. Sure. Yeah, we decide, sure. you know what, let's try our own houses for Yeah. <laughs> It'd just be like, I feel like her place would be nice and mine wouldn't. And that'd be, oh. like, really hard to Like, you to would go with. back to, like, full I'd bachelor. Be, yeah, I'd be in, like, a sad little basement suite somewhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nicolina's. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. I'd regress. I'd regress. Right. Yeah, so right? for you, then, you'd be leaving somebody taking care of you and making sure you eat healthy and that you have Bingo nice bowl. things, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're leaving your caregiver. <laughs> 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 you are yeah. yeah you're leaving your kid yeah. right. well maybe anybody have you done this maybe maybe even you did like let's say not I mean these people obviously 40 years 23 years maybe you've been in a serious relationship with somebody for three years you're like we're not gonna live together mm-hmm. maybe you've been in a serious relationship with somebody for five years and you're like you know what I'm why should we move in together yeah hmm just keep your yeah. own separate yeah, places. I like my place. You like your place. Why yeah. wouldn't we just keep them both? Whether it's apartments or condos or yeah. side-by-sides, houses, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Can you relate to this? Have you been doing it? Can you give us some insight? Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Okay, have you found that uh, you're living in your own home and your spouse is living in their own home and it's working? Yeah. How is, how's that going for you? Maybe yeah. you've done it in the past or you're considering it. Once you've started a relationship with someone, uh, I, I guess you could never just move in together. You can go through, you can date, get engaged, get married, and just keep your own places. Once you've lived together, can you separate your living situation oh, but think, stay together? Yeah, I don't know if you tough. can go backwards. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a little... Because mm-hmm. I think if you go backwards, that might be sending a different message. That's a tough conversation to have. Yeah, <laughs> it what is. What do you think about different... Well, clearly not from ours. Yeah. <laughs> ours is just breezing into this. She's already looking at real estate yeah. for me. <laughs> stuff. Yeah, right? She's like, this one would be perfect for redesigning. It's a gut job, but... <laughs> no, I do agree, though. I think going the other way, now you're talking about, like, I need time. I need space. Like that's, yeah, that's a, different, a different discussion. Right. It's almost like a separation discussion. Yeah. Or you could do it like Mars and just quietly keep forwarding these <laughs> stories to crash. <laughs> you read this. This is interesting, isn't it? I'm like, it's really interesting. <laughs> we should watch this documentary yeah. together. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, uh, do you know someone who's uh, living apart from their spouse? Uh, they're happily, uh, yeah. happily together, but they just live in separate homes. Yeah. Maybe it's you. Uh, Jen, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Excellent. Uh, doing fantastic. Uh, this is not happening to you. This is actually happening to your friends. They're doing the separate living thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. How's it going it for them? I think it's it's working great. One of them is an introvert and one's an extrovert and they live together for, I think they've been together for, no, married for 10 years. So probably living together for 10 years. And then maybe in the last year, one moved out. Oh, they did go the, oh, the so opposite. They went the other way. Okay. Yeah. And they're still together. And it sounds like um, it's it's working out great. They're within like maybe 200 feet from each other's houses. and Okay. So they kept yeah. close. Uh, do you yeah. think uh, this goes the way of like an open relationship or they're still happily committed to each other? 
Oh yeah, hundred percent. At the, huh. probably around the same time, they had started exploring polyamory. So, yeah, because because uh, this story isn't um, uh, with the polyamory. Yeah, this, this is just, just two people each other and, yeah. that are committed to one another. There's nobody else jumping yeah. in or out, and they. So, yeah. This is thrown uh, others in the mix. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting though. Huh? Uh, do you know? Um, like, was it a mutual decision? Like, who decided to go and get the new place? Um, like, was it mutual? I, I it was my friend, the introvert, who was like, okay. yeah, because she was kind of stressed out. Like, um, it's a family property, so um, extrovert's dad lived on the land, and he would come oh. in and say, hey, what's up, all the time. Right. Oh. oh, yeah, you don't even have to be an introvert. I wouldn't want that either. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second, I live on a property when your dad lives there? Yeah, yeah. new, nah, new get my new. own place. Interesting, like, though. He lived on, like, maybe a kilometer away or something. Like, it's a big farm property right. or whatever. Yeah. Huh. Interesting, though. All right, kid. Thanks, Jen. Yeah, thanks, Jen. Yeah, you bet. Okay, take care. Can yeah. You That's, uh, that, like, can you imagine? Mm. Can you imagine if Rachel's like, oh. hey, Ginge, oh. <laughs> I'm going to get an apartment. Not strong enough. <laughs> you can't handle it. <laughs> It feels like a loaded conversation. You it would does. assume there's ulterior motives. Like, yeah, everything you can't would. be hunky dory if one half wants to leave. Well, yeah. I would. Think. Yeah, it's way different when someone's leaving yeah. versus just this is the new relationship. Yeah. Um, Patty, hello. Good morning. Hey. Hi. Uh, we're talking about couples living in separate homes. You're actually currently doing this, right? Yes, we are. Oh, how long have you been doing this for? We've been doing it just prior to COVID hitting. Okay. okay so, about two years. About two years, yeah. Already? And- and we, um, it's hard to say if that's really by choice or not. Um, we both have families with kids, and we're trying to be really careful, obviously, with COVID. Yeah. And um, had to, an elderly um, family member as well. So we were really careful. And we had to keep separate homes because we couldn't mix them, right? Yeah, but sure. when you come into a relationship and you're trying to date and you're trying to do things together, um, you know, you, somebody mentioned about talking about um, sleeping at the house on the weekend and, yeah. and getting together, but you never know what your schedule is going to be. And so sometimes you get in the habit of, oh, I'm busy or I'm tired. or And I find it really difficult to not know if you're going to get to be able to get together. Or oh, so, yeah, you're out. just like, I'm, I'm pretty bad. Like, you kind of blow them off. And you're like, oh, I am in a relationship, though. Totally. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really difficult. And so there are times, like you guys said, when it's really great and you kind of think, oh, I just have my space. And I'm like Mars. I'm really into decor. And it's, it's super to have your own, yeah. you know, your own place. Yeah, you don't need to bring like, in his signs or his posters. <laughs> 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 what's, uh, what's his place look like? Actually, it's pretty nice, too, right? I, I mean, it would be great to be at either one. But it, it's just the challenge of being like, you know, what are you up to? Or, or you know, are we going to get together? Or what yeah. are the kids doing, right? Yeah. Like, you have two are you, separate lives. If you're, uh, if you're at home and you're like, oh, let's uh, let's see what he's up to. If you message him and he's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm busy. Are you kind of hurt? Totally. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. And also lots of times you are busy, so you don't even get a reply on the message, right? So you're oh. like, oh, I wonder what they're doing. Then you go about what you're doing. And next thing you know, you know, and then, you know, you add kids in the mix and yeah. they're like, oh. everybody's super busy. Do you think, uh, do you think in the next like year or two that you guys will move into the same place or are you going to stick with this and try making it work? Um, yeah, we'll take it day by day. I, I mean, I know the plan is to do that, yeah. but, um, 
again with COVID, it's so unpredictable. Yeah, exactly. and, yeah, who yeah. knows? Who knows? Well, yeah, we wish so. you luck with that, Patty. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. And uh, you have a great day. Thanks. You too. Take care. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Crash applied what? pressure to Patty with asking her well, if she's. I, you, you called in? I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> little, little hesitation, Mark. Well, I don't know. There's a little day. delay there. Because she's not going to say what she wants to do without her man. I want her radio. full relationship rolled out <laughs> on the air. You better have it nailed down before you call in. <laughs> Get your story straight. <laughs> Crash is texting you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the interview of the life. This text here says, guys, I moved in with my now husband seven years ago. Yeah. We married two years after and then we separated last September. We are still together, but we are realizing that the best way to make us work is by living separate. So we're husband and wife, but we live five minutes away from one another. We are husband and wife. We are 100% committed to our family. We have three kids. One is his, one is mine, and the third is ours. Mm -hmm. We still do things together. We spend most weekends together. The little one goes to his dad's on the weekends, usually. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. With the, with the kids? Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's an interesting dynamic, too. But she said that that's how their relationship works. They just can't live under the same roof. Yeah. Whatever yeah. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's got to be that. Um, Christina, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Um, you're currently living apart, right? No, we're not living apart anymore. We oh. now live together. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. Right. So you, you yeah. did this initially. We did. We did it for five years, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. How'd that go? Well, it was actually, it was really awesome. I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Oh, no. You know what, though? I get it. I guess after five years yeah. of doing that, and then that's a dramatic change. It's like a whole new it relationship was. again. It was. It was. It, honestly, it changed absolutely everything. It was actually, it happened by accident because we both kind of moved to a different town but we moved to the town together yeah. and the house that I ended up buying um, coincidentally was the one that was like facing his backyard at the house he was building. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we, I moved into that to the place that I liked with my kids and it just ended up being like a super ideal kind of situation. We sure. could be a family, but we could also have our own time apart yeah. and our kids had their own spaces. It was honestly ideal now that we're living together and we're married, we are like open and honest about like it was a mistake to move together. Yeah, <laughs> do you, done it. Yeah. Do you think that you could go back to separate living, or it's too far gone now? No, I totally could. Yeah, yeah I totally could. Yeah. Isn't that interesting though that you guys both agree? Like, damn, girl, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. we should we shouldn't have done this. We should have kept our separate spaces. Yeah, it's so complicated, too, with, like, blended families because yeah, everyone has different parenting styles, and, and we both were, I mean, we're in our 40s, so we had become accustomed to our own ways of doing things, and when you mix all that together and you're a grown-up, it's kind of hard to change your ways, so it causes tons of conflict, and we parented really efficiently together when we lived apart, Yeah, and our relationship was so much healthier Hmm. Because you have that break to kind of have your own thing. Yeah. Outside of yeah. parenting, what was the one thing that you would say was the most like shocking about moving in together? Mm, I think just having to like bend to like someone else's like needs or do you know what I'm, yeah, you know what I'm no, saying? I know. The try, having someone prior, yeah, telling you how to yeah, live like, your, your life sucks. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because even prior to, to me moving into that home, home when I was married before, my husband, my other husband was gone all the time. So it was mm. just me and my kids. So I was so accustomed to doing things my way, the way I wanted to, when yeah. I wanted to. Yeah. And then I move in with someone and you're like, and as an adult, you're like, wait, like, I don't want to do it the way that 
you're doing yeah. it. Why is your way better? And my way is obviously better. So, uh, huh. well, <laughs> yeah. well, good luck with that, Christina. <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting, though. It's really, it yes. is really interesting. It's good insight on yeah, that. Thanks absolutely. for sharing that. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. Take care, guys. You too. Bye-bye. Want to join the show live? Live. Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.